The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Hi, guys. What is up? Welcome into the Bostonian versus the book Wednesday BVB Brigade at Boston versus the book at Boston versus the book on two places, Twitter and YouTube. Live there, Sports Grid Replay. Hi. Thank you for being up late with us. Yes. You are wearing the Montreal Expo stuff, which is a very interesting clash to the colors that I am wearing today. So yes. What is the Expos, Mr. Sherapan? Why the Expos? I thought you'd wear black today because your team is such an embarrassment. So I thought you would just go ahead. This is a funeral show. Dave Damashek's going to come on to pour gasoline on this fire that I currently have burning. Why Expo stuff today? You're going to start the show like this. This is what you're going to oh, do. Oh, we're out of the gate with this. This is this going is, to be. This is, this is going to. This is the way this shit's going to go. Oh yeah. Ten thirty-eight uh-huh. for the log. <laughs> okay. All right. First of all, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe <laughs> button, and tell one other person to watch the show, please, or listen to the show. Download the show. Get in the Discord. Pete Roll, hmm. what's the Discord? So, okay, well, bbbshow.com. I got an announcement about that here just one second about the okay. Discord channel. New we'll contest coming on on the Discord channel. Yeah, in a second. I'm wearing the Expo stuff because... You want to exile your team to Canada? No. <laughs> no. All right. I'm The Penguins lost to the Blackhawks. We'll get to that in a second. Yes, they were minus 550. Yes, the whole season was on the line. Yes, they were in control of their own destiny, and now they're not. But now that means there's a hockey game tonight. With the New York Islanders. Yeah. And you know who they're playing, right? Montreal Canadiens. I don't have any Canadian stuff. Oh. All right. I was going to buy the Canadians jersey that is so nice, that that baby blue owed to the Expos that we got into this big discussion about the blue, blanc, and rouge. And I was had Montreal in my mind tonight because we need the Montreal Canadiens to actually beat the New York Islanders as a huge dog. And why would they care about this game? I have no idea. But why would the Blackhawks care about the game last night? We'll ask Damashek about that shit. <laughs> but I said, I got to use all the powers. And I got the Expo stuff. So yeah. we're, we're in the best hat of all time. This is arguably the best baseball hat of all time. It's 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 top three. You don't think so? This Expo logo, I have others. We'll, we'll stay with the show, but I wore the Tim Raines rock jersey today. So we're we're ready to what go. Would, what would Tim Raines put up for a stolen base number this season? Oof. <laughs> Between him and Ricky, today what, what, I am yeah, the greatest what, when he broke oh, the record. <laughs> what would you put that number up for number of stolen bases this year? Oh, boy. Crap. <laughs> yeah. Talk about all that on the show, but yes, that's 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 where we're at here. Let's go, let's go, Le Habitant. 
they're not going to beat yeah. the, they're not going to beat the Islanders. I'm resigned <laughs> to the fact that you know the Islanders are trying to get the <laughs> Islander year out because we're going to need know. Islander year for the Bruins series. And I don't know. You, you made the black you wear long. may have saved us the anguish. Unfortunately, oh, you, robbed us of content. <laughs> you mean you, you, the anguish, not me, the anguish. <laughs> that would have been um, very fun. Islands hey. will be. Islands won't be long for a long time, but before we get to hockey, let's make one quick announcement. So every Friday, you guys know that we do the wager wire market report here on BVB. Very thankful for wager wire being a part of the program. We love those guys. And we've done something in the discord channel that you guys can be a part of. Now, if you go to the discord channel, bvbshow.com, there is a wager wire ticket channel clearly marked for you guys to go on in Mm. there. We want you guys to post future tickets that you have questions on what to do how to handle it Mm. ways to hedge right Mm. you have a question about something if you're going to buy a future ticket for an nba playoff game a a team or nhl stanley cup future whatever it might be every week we're going to go in there we're going to grab one of those tickets and we're going to put it on the show if we discuss your ticket you will be one of four people who will be eligible to win an exclusive custom-made bvb and wager wire hat. We will design it with your recommendations. You will tell mm. us what you want. Mm. And wager wire will have their logo on it and the BVB logo on it. We will make it and ship it to you at the end of each month. So if you would like to be eligible, the criteria is easy. You join the BVB.com, or I'm sorry, BVBshow.com Discord channel. Okay. Post a ticket in the wager wire channel. If okay. we like it and we select it, you are then eligible. We'll do four or five every Friday to bring some months of four Fridays, some months of five Fridays every week. Mm-hmm. We'll select one ticket. We'll put mm-hmm. that ticket up on the screen during the market report and you will be eligible. You have a 25% chance or a 20% chance of being the winner that month to win the wager wire BVB hat custom hat giveaway. So, Get in the Discord channel. Be a part of that easy way to win a very cool customized hat with a very exclusive cool little logo we're going to design. All sorts of fun stuff coming up at the end of April. So that starts immediately as of like right now. So you can go and do it in the Discord channel, bbbshow.com to join it. Okay. Excellent. So the Boston Bruins did what they were supposed to do last night at home. The Vegas Gold Knights did what they were supposed to do last night at home. I don't like the way this is. The New Jersey Devils did what they were supposed to do at home last night. This is bad. The only team that, one, ruined my big night potential last night. It's still one in hockey last night, but I could have swept the board last night. The only team that didn't do what they were supposed to do, the only team that didn't show up, was the biggest fucking favorite on the board last night at minus 550 to win a game that they had to win. And they looked asleep half that game. Remember back a couple of weeks ago, you said someone said, "Uh oh, they look old and tired. And then they threw a switch. They changed. But the Pittsburgh Penguins looked old and tired. (sighs) And Tristan Jari was awful. I mean, those soft doesn't even account for the third goal he gave up. The one off the back of his leg from behind the net? Yeah, the that one. That iced the, the game. Line. The one that ended the game. Two to one was bad enough. Like, that was like, oh, my gosh. But that was just a guy 
I felt like the second goal was sort of a fluky, lucky goal. A guy smacked the puck, a bouncing puck, and just kind of batted a thing in the, in the right. air. That happens. Yeah. That happens, okay? That just right. was like a shoot. That, that stinks, okay? The third goal was unacceptable because it took all the air out of the building. Everybody knew, okay, we lost. That's it. We're done. That can't happen in that moment. And every <clears throat> fan was going, they never addressed you know, since Flurry left, we never addressed the goalie situation. You can't trust Jari. This has been a long time coming. Yep. You know, the power play was good last night. It was the one thing that actually the Penguins were doing well. And yet they couldn't put the puck in the net last night. No, Peter Morazic became, uh, you know, Ken Dryden last night, <laughs> making 38 saves. Buddy Johnson scored his fourth career goal. Buddy Johnson. Sports are great. Sports are phenomenal. <laughs> Sports it's are unbelievable. Great. I mean, really it's just, is. listen, I was watching it. I, I was, <laughs> I was watching a pirate game and just checking the score for the Penguin game. And then the pirates walked it off and I was watching exclusively the Penguin game. And I was like, this is terrible. This is, they're going to lose. Like, and I got a guy at the game. Texting mm. me, this is very nerve-wracking. That the building can't, nobody can breathe in here. Right. Like being at home was a detriment last night for the Penguins. It's actually a bad thing being at home. Pressure yeah. was all on them. Well, I mean, again, this is this is what happens. Like right at the end of these runs, these 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 teams that stay together and. They have looked old and tired and times throughout the season. Right. And I mean, I retweeted that. That was Josh Yowie, who is a longtime beat writer in Pittsburgh. He now writes for the athletic. Tremendous writer. Never met him face to face, but I've communicated with him frequently, both via Twitter and um, you know, messaging, uh, text message and stuff. And he said it best when they played New Jersey. Just like I think it was ten days ago, they 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 had a it was like a playoff game. They lost five one and were never competitive. Final score last night, five two. Three because, goals scored yeah. in the last. <laughs> in the I last mean, it wasn't really. It wasn't five two. It was two. How the hell really. did that game go over? If you had an under bet on that game, you had to just been on the ground. Like, oh my! Right now, be really oh. careful about betting totals right now in the NHL because with oh. three and a half minutes to go, they pulled the goalie and didn't put Jari back in, and it was just open goal, open net goal, open net goal. It was just like five to two over six. Never should have hit last night, and it did. So, got to be very careful with that, with how teams are performing and teams are playing. Because what does it matter? You lose two to one, or you lose five to two. It doesn't matter. I mean, even the Penguins scored you with know, 45 seconds left in the game. Right. They, they, they scored and, they, you know, Crosby got chippy with the kid who put the puck in the net at the empty net. Like, I was yep. like, what does he get mad for? Like, the Pirates are, or the Penguins aren't going to try to stop scoring. Like, why right. is he getting mad that he put the puck in the net? This is what you're supposed to do. Right. Hold the goalie. That's that's what happens. So the night before um, is why you guys lost, because the the Wild were down two to one in the third period. And Minnesota scored three straight goals to win the game four to two. Mm. So that was fresh on the Blackhawks minds as to, well, last night we had a team dead to Rikes and we blew it. Yeah. Now we got the Penguins dead to Rikes and we're not going to blow it. 
And that was, I was like, "Uh oh man, this team just blew a third period goal. They have that on their minds. They're angry about last night. I don't know if they're going to blow this game. And it was one, one. And then two, one, it was like, Oh no. The guys in the chat are phenomenal. And again, you guys, if you're watching the show live, thank you. If you get in the chat, you can contribute to the show because I always try to, you know, learn from people and, and hear different things. And like Connor Winsky's in here and, and Jay Park saying that like the Hawks chances of getting the number one pick went from like 25% to 12 and a half percent. This is the Lovey Smith win. Yes, this it, was the stupidest, it was the dumbest, dumbest I, I win that they right ever there. could have. That's why the books put it at 550 because it was like, oh, look, well, they played hard last night. There's no way they're going to want to play hard again, right? Like they they want Connor Bedard, right? Him in Chicago would be immense. Right. It would be amazing to have him in Chicago, to have him with the Blackhawks, an original six franchise, oh. have him playing on a franchise that needs some, you know, they just traded away their guy. And so they, they, they need another guy to come in and replace they don't have a face of the franchise. He becomes the face of the franchise overnight. The NHL would be over the moon if Connor Bedard wound up in Chicago, not Anaheim or Arizona, you know, somewhere, you know, bury them and no one's going to pay attention to them. <sighs> Chicago's huge. Of course they win that game. Well, see, and this is great because we'll have Damashek on to give us a little bit of the Pittsburgh flavor. And, you know, I, I were texting with him this morning and tweeting with Chris Andrews and him and got caught up in lamenting about historic penguin losses well we could talk about how the blackhawks got screwed because he's a he's a chicago guy too and how do you think the fan base in chicago is like oh they can't even they, they messed this up too yeah they messed this up too like he's gonna go to anaheim no, or columbus, columbus is gonna get columbus is gonna get him this is gonna be awful for the league you oh. do know you do not want Connor bernard in columbus ohio that is not good what do you mean Columbus is up and coming? It's nice there. No? For hockey, this is purgatory. You don't, <laughs> you don't put him in, you don't put him in Columbus. Hold on. This don't is a generational do do player. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. What? It's, a, it's a fact. You don't you don't put him in Columbus. I mean, my goodness gracious, that's horrific. It's not. I mean, it yes, it is. Nice. Oh, no, it's horrible. That is a, for the league, that is a horrible situation. <laughs> what do you mean? Connor McDavid's in Edmonton. Yes, that's great. He's in Canada. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. Oh. Put him in Canada. But art in Canada would be insanity. You're kidding me? They want him in Canada. They could put him in Canada. Imagine putting him on a Montreal on the, uh, with a Canadian's jersey, right? Put him on the league. You want to market Connor Bedard. This is Mike Trout all over again. You're sticking a generational player on a team no one cares about. It, this is bad. This is Otani on the Angels. This is Bedard on the Blue Jackets is as bad as those other two. It's an awful situation. You can't do anything about it. But I'll say this. If the Blue Jackets are the worst team and the second worst team is a market of any size, we got to see how the next couple of days shake out. But if it's any, even Anaheim's a better place for Bedard oh. than Columbus, Ohio. Wow. They may have to Patrick Ewing cold envelope this thing. <laughs> Just keep the kid out of there. Keep the kid away from Columbus at all at all costs. Too much money. It's just too much money. Like it's just it, to talk to some sponsors. I guess I could cancel that trip. Damn it! You're going to Columbus, Ohio, and talk to sponsors. Yeah, yes. okay, sure you are. Right? Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> Brother Doug lives in Columbus. I got the place to stay, and sure. I'm talking to some casinos there. 
I got some stuff. Casinos will know that too. As a, as a casino guy, what it means, they'll know that too. They'll they'll agree with this. They'll go, oh yeah, 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 that's true. One hundred percent. Yes, that's what accurate. Do you mean, there's a, there's a big market apparently. Don't you Columbus, know? Ohio is Ohio? a big market. Sports betting, Ohio, big market. Okay, that's the people. state. That's the state. That's not the city. Columbus, Ohio saying. is a big market. Ohio State. All these things. They care about football there. They care about there's less fans there than Tampa Bay Lightning fans in oh, Tampa Bay. God. What are we doing? It's the same thing, right? It's like there's 25,000 fans and 18,000 of them go to the game. Same thing in, in Tampa Bay. Same thing in Anaheim. It's right. just like they sell the building out. Everyone's like, oh, there's fans there. No, there's not. No fans there. <laughs> there's diehards. There's pack. Oh boy. Now he's frozen. What the hell just happened? Snap your fingers. I can hear you snapping. You're not moving. Look at that face frozen. <laughs> oh, oh, he's back. No, now you're not. Okay, nope. there you are. Very good. So, yeah, I mean, it's a... All right. It's a weird situation, I think, for the league right now as they try to figure this whole thing out with Connor right. Bedard as, they, as the race to the bottom continues. But, Oy. you know, we'll go back to hockey here in a little bit. Let's talk okay. NBA basketball for a little yep. bit here before before we can... We'll, 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 we'll touch on this, and then we'll bring on Damashek here at 11 o'clock yep. Pacific Time Live. The Lakers win in overtime. They don't cover... And LA will play Memphis, who's a minus one thirty favorite here to win their series. That was one of the worst basketball games I have seen in a really long time. Both those teams. Not if you had the under. Both those teams suck. <laughs> they suck. The Lakers suck. T Wolves suck. Oh. I mean, basic basketball, like just simplistic inbounding the ball, simplistic stuff for just like hanging on to the basketball. Grabbing a rebound, not fouling on a three-point shot that could, could win the game for you. Make Conley hit the shot. And then Mike Conley somehow hit that first free throw, which I swear, like the hand of God knocked that thing into the basket. I have no idea how that went in. Uh, and then he hit the other two after hitting the first one. But I was nervous watching it. I can only imagine what he must have been like hit, trying to shoot that free throw. And the coaching ineptitude on both sides if you're a fan of the Timberwolves, Mike Conley was on fire last night. Mm. I bet a player prop points and assists on Mike Conley and he flew over. He's the adult in the room. He's the <sighs> steadying force for that team. Okay. And he doesn't handle the basketball mm. in overtime or in every mm. key possession. Don't understand. What that. is that? I don't know. That's a messed up team. T-Wolves are a messed up team, man. They are, they are very, very confusing. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Um, Fighting and players breaking their hands and Rudy Gobert and blah blah blah. That's a that's a screwy franchise. What do you take more away from that game? Um, the only I take away from that game is the Los Angeles Lakers are not winning the West. That's what I take away from that game. Oh, excellent. Okay. That's that's what I take away from that game. Is there anybody trying to push the narrative that the Lakers are winning the West? You're high on your own stash. Ooh, really? Mm. There's a lot of people that are on it. Pete Rose. Sure. Go crazy. Talk all you want. I would love to bet the no right now. After that game, show me a no. You can bet. do that. I want to do, do it. Yeah, Lakers are not winning the not winning the NBA championship. Not happening at the circa. I know that you can do that. And we'll have to see if we What's can that? find it. Other minus forty five thousand. 
let's somebody, look right now while somebody we're who's here. paying attention to the Lakers yeah. is going in the yeah. Western Conference, huh? No, win the NBA championship, not the West. Oh, oh, we, oh, well, I mean, win it all, not the West, win it all. Hmm. All right, so we can look at that to win the championship. The Lakers, I see if, if after that, like, you know, you felt that strongly about it, mm-hmm. you could actually, wow, you only have to lay 25 to one, 2,500. You lay 2,500 to win 100. On the no. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that's actually, that's less than I thought it should be. Okay, yeah. It should be 50. Yeah. I mean, they're 14 and a half to one to win the NBA championship today. How can that be? <laughs> oh, boy. People See, this are... is where I wish I had like money, money, like real money. And if right. you guys have money and you want to support the show, you could do that. <laughs> but if you don't and you want to go make a bet and just tie up some money for a while, Go bet twenty five thousand to win a dime, and thank me in a month when the Lakers are eliminated. And you pick up a dime on twenty five thousand. Heck, it could be in two weeks. It could be in a week. Well, and a half. the way the NBA playoffs are extended, it might be a right. little bit longer. I haven't seen the schedule yet, but I mean, it might take a little bit longer than anticipated. They start on Saturday, right? And get Memphis. You know, if you if you lay, that's four percent. If you win a dime, ROI. Yeah. Okay, that's four percent for all you math guys. That like to you know check the the ROI and the and the and the and the money in and the money out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Go earn four percent in a month. Tell me how you do it because I'll go. I'll give you money to actually do that for me. So <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the Lakers aren't winning the NBA championship. I don't think so. It might take until May, mid May. I would be shocked if they got to the finals. But if they get to the finals, you could hedge. hedge. And get out. I mean, you know, so you don't Hedges. lose all that money. Right. Because, I mean, you're risking 25000 to win a dime. Seems stupid, right? Seems who, who in the hell would do that? 2500 to win $100. That's what it costs you. People will do that. I mean, that's what keeps some books honest with the yes price. Right. You know, why in the hell would you bet the Lakers to win a championship? There's a lot of people that already have and have a great price, better than that 14 and a half to one. I can't see it. I don't know. Shaq's in L.A. too. We can ask him what he thinks about that. Go right into the trash can in a couple of weeks. Lakers, yeah. Lakers are there. Okay. Congratulations. You made it. But well, Are they going to beat Memphis? I mean, look at the series price. Are they going to beat Memphis? Minus 130. They're live to beat Memphis simply because it's LeBron and we know what's been going on in Memphis. I mean, nobody right? trusts Ja. I mean, yeah, so I hope. I, I, two seven plays three six, right? In the in the bracket because the NBA doesn't recede. So right, the two seven plays the winner. The winner of that plays the winner of the three six, which is yeah. Sacramento and Golden State, which yeah. apparently is over. That's already decided that Golden State's going right. to win. Right. So you get Lakers against Golden State in a series. You tell me how are the Lakers going to beat Golden State in a, in, a, in a series? They're not. Oh. The only way is if Clay and uh, Steph are hurt. Yeah, and Clay and Steph have home court in that series. Correct. So, <laughs> if you know having having home court in that series, you can't play the narrative like we've been talking about. With wait a minute, why are the Kings such big dogs? The fact that the Warriors are going on the road and they got to win at least one game on the road. Have they solved their road woes? We're not positive they've done that, right? But I, look, that game last night set basketball back. That was <laughs> that was 
awful to watch. That was embarrassing on both sides. Mistakes all over the place. Oh, God. And that was an undermanned Timberwolves team who has to go home and play a home game on Friday trying to extend their their season, which I'm not going to run to bet the Timberwolves, no matter who they play, in that game, who's, whoever loses goes home. That team might want to go home. Like Penguins wanted to go home last night the way they played. And now the Lakers, I mean, we'll talk to Sheck about that too. But like, I, I don't know. Like, there's going to be people that are going today. Boy, I can't wait to bet the Lakers in that series against Memphis. They're going to yeah. take the plus. Yeah. And people were telling me last night that they were going to end up a pick em against Memphis. I think every. <laughs> Sharp guy, bad guy with money is going to bet the Grizzlies. And this oh. is going to be a very, very public play on the Lakers. Now, sometimes. Really? Yeah, the pub- yes. Well, I just look. But, but the public watches what they, they don't even bet what they just saw. So they, they love the Lakers. They I know love, they love the, Lakers. the Lakers. I know they love the Lakers, but they just watched that game. You tell me the public who watches that game goes, yep, let's go ahead and bet the Lakers. I want to yes. go ahead and bet them on a, Whoa. Okay, that's we'll nuts see. to me. We'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's minus one forty at circa. Okay, and that's here one thirty at Fendel. One, th- yeah, a little bit less at some other places. Just keep an eye on that. Oh, these buckos can't get a run. Sorry, I'm distracted. I got you the can't be right. on here. Let's let's talk about the Penguins and let's make fun of your hockey team and how pathetic they were last night. Because this is the, this is my, anything. Why oh yeah, we are. Oh, I am. I, I am a hundred percent. Dave, what is up? Shit. Before we get into the Penguins, though, tell everybody where they can find all of your stuff. Your podcast, your stuff you do are great. So everybody who wants to go listen to your stuff, where can they find your stuff? Well, I appreciate the opportunity, but I think it's just as well that I uh, that I just drop out of sports altogether. <laughs> I might be done. I, it's You know what? It, it, not enough good times over the last, really, I guess, this millennium. You know, <laughs> I should just except what the sports gods have been trying to tell me. And I've been resistant to those three cups distracted me along the way here, but facts are facts. These are dark times. And uh, I don't know what's like, what else do people do these days? Like coding (laughs) or like pottery. I don't know. Knitting. I'm feeling blue. I'm feeling blue. I don't know. I'm heading there though. I mean, as as a I'm not there yet, but I've always said this like the the run for New England for Boston is gonna stop at some point. So here it goes. You know, we'll turn into Pittsburgh at some point. You know, we'll we'll yeah, yeah, you will head down that road. Yeah, you will. I still I still I still though, because I'm an empath with a heart as big as uh as big as the ocean. I'm still so happy for Boston sports fans that you guys got to throw a parade for Avs legend Raymond Bork when he won that Stanley Cup. That is true. That was but pretty. Then we threw our own into. Don't forget 2011. We threw our own. So it's been a while. You know, I remember. But 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 let's let's make sure for people who root for black and gold teams. Yes, I, it's an easy I point of reference to 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 just say you know things can always be worse. Obviously, just look right across that Pennsylvania, Ohio border <laughs> for proof of that. And you know what? Boston sports fans, it wasn't that long ago that things were so bleak that you were celebrating a Correct. Denver-based Stanley Cup. That is very true. There's no debating on that. That's absolutely true. But also, but that was 25 years ago. Yeah, that's so, right. And for the last 25 years, 
Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of a little bit of a difference. Oh. It's kind of like, oh. you know, Joe Pesci in, 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 uh, in, in Goodfellas where it's like, yeah, the shine box ain't happening anymore. <laughs> the, oh, you and your shine box. The, the little kids grew up. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you, heard, you heard about Mac Jones, right? Oh yeah, well, that's like that's like the Goodfellas two sequel. True, and it, and it ain't good. No, it ain't good. Yeah, I agree with that. It ain't good. That's true. But six, six. It's hard to hear when you get six rings clanking on your hand. Was there a Goodfellas two sequel? It's just news to me. I don't remember there being a, a Goodfellas two sequel. Yeah, there was. No, this is it. We're yeah. watching it right now. <laughs> oh, Yoda's gone. <laughs> Pesci's gone. That's it. Yep. Gone. Yeah. There's nothing all, we can do about it. It's not Scorsese directing it anymore. Yeah, it's it's no. somebody else. Check. Did did we? We save ourselves from the aggravation of, of having to play the Bruins in the first round by losing that game to the Black. How in the hell did the Penguins lose as a 550 favorite? You're up early tweeting about it with Andrews gets involved. And I'm like, man, I'm starting to think about all those bad losses. Is it the worst loss ever in Penguin history? I, you know, I think I have uh, subsections. I, I love to to make my stupid lists about this, that, and the other. And so you have to categorize these. Worst, most painful as a Pittsburgh-based sports fan over the last quarter century, you know, you can tick them off. Francisco Cabrera in the bottom of the ninth. That's forever. Um, in 92, for me, a Pitt fan Danny Marino and the undefeated Pitt Panthers jumping ahead 14-0 on trash talk in Penn State, Joe Pa and company, and then losing the game 48-14. to They were number one in the nation. Yeah. And I was watch. sitting in the stands as a wee lad watching Pitt <laughs> get deeper and deeper into the hole against Penn State, who was ranked, but yeah. number one. Here's a thought experiment for you. I don't know why this is like more torture than anything else, I guess. But you'll remember that then that pit team goes to the Sugar Bowl yes. and plays Georgia. Yes. And wins it fourth and five. Dan Marino to the late John Brown. Yes. Um, to win that game. Imagine the game wouldn't have gone that way. But what if Pitt wins that game against Penn State and then that play on fourth down decides the national championship? You can disrupt all of the ensuing history in football in both college football because that would be the greatest moment in college football history probably yes. literally yes. and then also if that wins the national championship dan marino no way he falls to 27 in the dolphins no. right? you, you regard Fair. him differently Fair. it's yeah. the same point right i keep making i Stays keep making home. that like point picket. to the right it's it, it's the picket thing is that, that a lot of Yinzers are, are pushing back, a lot, a lot of cynicism, dude. I, like, I don't know about Kenny Pickett. They still, people are still saying they should have tanked last year, despite what we saw down the stretch. And they say, you know, wouldn't it have been back? No, because then we wouldn't know that we found our guy. I think that the Steelers have landed on their answer, at least for the next four years at QB. Yeah. You mentioned and, Mac Jones, though. Pat fans thought the same thing. Let's see what year two looks like. I hear you. I hear you. Spiritually, though, as somebody dyed the wool with uh, black and gold, it's it was worth it then that you take the pit kid and, mm. you know, tying it back to the Marino thing that oldians are still lament like, Dave, we should take Marino. Like people ignore that Terry Bradshaw was still on the roster and they had a first <laughs> round pick in Mark Malone and Cliff Stout in between. But like, dude. They should take Marino. Like this, this makes everything right if he can win. You have to roll the dice on that rare opportunity there. But anyway, 
Yeah, I mean, I, what I would say about the Penguins losing to the atrocity known as the Chicago Blackhawks oh. um, is that it's it, worse loss. I'd say it's literally, this is hyperbolic to some, the most embarrassing loss given what you knew going into that one. It has been a mess this season. The bottom six has stunk. And mm. the the, the mm. weird paradox of a general manager who was able to get right the hard part, which was getting Gino Malkin and Chris Letang and Ricky Raquel to all sign under market value and bring back. So you had cap space, but screwing up the easier part of it, which is the bottom six, is it, 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 it's just hard to fathom that the same human being could could mess those things or could get one right and the other one wrong and not addressing the goaltending situation. Uh, but I mean, you know, this was, this was a real bad Hawks team. And I know at the player level, you know, the thing about that the organization wanted to lose and definitely right that they did, it would have been better for them in terms of the draft upcoming. Mm. Those players were going to put it out there. You know, they're playing for their professional jobs. Uh, you know, they're putting tape out yeah. there for somebody. And yeah. so of course they're going to try when people say teams should tank, like, Players aren't going to tank. They're not going to lay down right. for the benefit of something else. But there was a real talent deficit from the Penguins to the Hawks. And you talk about hunger. Okay, the Hawks were playing to look good and to set themselves up for a more optimistic future. The Penguins were playing for the playoffs. And they have Sidney Crosby and Gino Malkin and Chris Letang and Ricky Raquel and Brian Rust and Jeff Zucker. And they, and they couldn't beat that atrocity. I, it, it's the most embarrassing loss, the grimmest loss. And that's why you can now find me at my new address, DaveDoesPottery.com. I didn't say this, by the way, just for the record. That was not me saying that. <laughs> so do they get the help? Like if they make the playoffs, say the Islanders lose to the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal! Don't okay. talk that way. Oh, the I didn't understand the Expos hat there. The happy tongue. We're in everything going with that. Today. We're in all the Montreal stuff. One time, check. Can, yeah. can, if they make it, if the if the Penguins make the playoffs and then oh, get spanked, God. is it worth making the playoffs if the exit's fast? It wasn't even nice. I mean, listen, I, at this point, I have been consistent. I am not by by my nature an optimist, but it is crazy how many cynics and snarksters there are in the banks of the three rivers. And now I am positioned somehow uncomfortably to be the glass half full guy at every turn here. It really is. I, I, I don't know where this happened along the way, but I have to push back at people that are preaching doom and gloom, yes. um, getting over their skis about how dark things are. But it's hard for me to argue about this. Will I watch that game tonight? No, I will not. I'm not, I, 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 my dignity has reached its last. I'm not, I'm not doing it. If somebody tells me the blue Blanc Rouge pulled a major upset, okay, you know, I'll be Pacino in Godfather three and, and, and okay, I'll, I'll watch the, I'll watch them against the jackets. Um, to answer your question though, all along up until last night, what I, what I, what I always say is with few exceptions, it is better as at the fan level. Of course, it's good for the Penguins to be in the playoffs, especially with where 87 is and 71. I get the cynicism about this team and the and the heartbreak. Guess what? Those guys are more disgusted than probably even we are. 
about uh, about what happened here because they understand they're coming up to the end of it. They're not on the back. They're not merely on the back nine. They're on like right. 15, 16. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Like, I mean, how many, you know, <sighs> QB in the NFL is probably the best example that when the cliff comes, it is not, it is not a steady decline. It is no. a harsh it's, drop it's off. Jump and, off. Yeah, it's jump off a big, a big cliff. They had to come back out last night, check and do fan appreciation night and take the jerseys off of their back. Each one of them and give it to a fan after they lost that game. They all had to come back out one by one and do that. I mean, you want to talk about salt in the wound. That was who would crazy. stay. Right? I mean, like the players are required to what fan would stick around for that. They and imagine some of the sweaters that were being handed out there. I hope they, they tucked a hundred dollar bill into the jersey to make people take it and wear it. Cause who 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 would have such little dignity to wear some of the bottom six uh sweaters out? I mean, it, it really is um terrible. But yeah, to answer your question, the streak, it would be one thing that the if they had never won a cup, this group, this, right. this trio had never yeah. won a cup, but given that they, that they've won have three, won. Yeah. I'm not, you know, spoiled is something that gets thrown around. I don't know about that, but I'm satiated. Talking. I mean, I was a kid. I was a little kid. I remember my mom calling me and my older sister, Amy did dinner in 1984, October of 1984. And she was like, dinner's on the table. Get in here. And we we're like, we got to see Lemieux. We want to see his first shift. And he steals the puck off the stick of reigning Norris champion Raymond Bork. Mm-hmm. And he bears down on Pete Peters, the reigning Vezina Trophy winner. And he goes he to the bumps. backhand and he scores. And my sister and I danced around the living room going like, we're going to win the cup. And seven short years later, we, <laughs> we, we did. And yes. if you would have told me before that, or if you would have told me between that first Lemieux goal and the first cup, that there will be five in my lifetime, I mean, an embarrassment of for real, an embarrassment of riches. So the streak is historic and it is worthy of playing for to some degree. Yes. And it's sad that it's over. And, you know, even sadder now is um, what, you know, what, what do you do here? Because the likelihood that you're going to get full healthy seasons out oh, of Crosby and Malkin again oh, is highly unlikely given their respective track record. Oh. I'll, I'll, here's one little bit of optimism I'll throw at you fellas. Yeah. Or, or for you, can sig, and, uh, and and look look uh, right you. above you like Brady Bunch in the uh, in, in our Zoom <laughs> chat here. Please. That's where you look here right to the Boston Bruins. Yeah, because one year ago Ooh. they were a tick better than these Penguins are, but they they sort of presented, as far as my eyes could tell, as being pretty close to Cook. You know, um, they they I mean not not that they were gonna again fall off a cliff and be right. entirely irrelevant, but they were gonna assume the position that these penguins are now in, right? Which is puncher's chance because they have some high end players and everything, and now they are a historic juggernaut. Mm. Um, so don't you know don't. if you can if you can sh- it, it really is like that. That's what's vexing about it. It's Shaq, not- are they gonna win the cup? Remember, Krejci came back. Did they got great players who were not? Bergeron was going to retire. Yes. He said he goodbye re- to everybody retire. coming off the he ice. Did re- he did retire. Well, you know, back. Bergeron's probably done after this one. I mean, so so I, I will say that that's an indication that that a turnaround isn't impossible for these Penguins because they have the core that they want. It's I mean, right. it's, it's a little long in the tooth, but it's really so are the so is the Bruins' core. 
um, you know, you just need to manipulate around the edges and fix things up. Uh, the, 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 they're fine. No, the um, in that regard, they, they need the goaltending. The Bruins are where the Bruins are because of Allmark and Swayman. You need the correct. net to be corrected. If you, fi- you fix the goaltending problem, yes, Penguins could be right back in contention in my mind. I agree, but to answer the question about the cup, I, I all of a sudden the Campbell Conference, um, shame the devil that they ever changed it from the Wales and Campbell Absolutely. Conference. I, I really <laughs> never, I, I, I can't Still understand. Adams and Wales and does Campbell. Gary, yep. Does Gary yep. Batman? I, I, I literally asked this to Gary Batman uh, about 15, 20 years ago. Like, <laughs> are there any indications that people were repelled by the Norris division and the Wales conference and that by changing it to the East and to the Metro, that this is lured in fans who otherwise couldn't, couldn't buy. I mean, it's so it's ridiculous. Yeah. It was, uh, makes me crazy. It was, the, that was one, one of the cool distinct yeah. features about it. And by yeah. the way, for a better day going forward, they should do it by the best player from each division. Now it should be the Lemieux division. Oh. And it, you know, think 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 that one through. You could oh, go with oh. like the Hull division. Oh, um, you know, I don't know the the Messier division. I don't know who was the oh. best in the oh. Adams guy. Who who were on those Oilers teams that won those cups? Like, yeah, Messier, yeah, Coffee. Messier, Curry, yeah, Fure, 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 the Fure division. Yeah. Let's do that. Anyway, <laughs> I think what's great about this, although I really don't know how much I'm gonna be able to stomach of the early rounds, at least um, <laughs> these playoffs with the Penguins not in it. That's right. I'm petulant like that. I think the Campbell Conference has come on now, and I thought it was going to be the Avs as they started to get healthy, but the Wild are interesting, and there are a couple other teams out there. But in, uh, in on the Whale side, what's fascinating, the Bruins must win the Cup, or it's a major disappointment. Fair. You know, obviously, uh, uh, this would be a generational failure if they didn't hoist the Cup at the end of this. Mm. Problem is... The Leafs, this is the best edition of this era of Leafs teams that we've seen. They got to get it done. And the Lightning are still looming, and now we're all kind of sleeping on them. But you yep. know that that just based on the guy between the pipes alone, they can steal some series. Plus, they have all those cats that have done it um, mm. a few times over, made deep runs on that side. The Canes have fallen back a bit. The Devs in a special season. The Rags are um, – their position, like they're they're in a they're in an interesting spot all of a sudden um, with what they're going to have going forward. As you see, the Devils coming on. And remember, it wasn't very long ago that the Rags. What was that? A year and a half ago, it was like, boy, this young New York yes. Rangers team. Look out, they're on the rise. With well, I feel like to some degree, mm-hmm. the Devils, and here come the Sabers behind them, and the Senators behind them. So they're playing with a fair amount of pressure themselves. Are these Rags? Because who knows what awaits on the other side of that. So this is kind of a must-win cup for at least three teams playing in the Wales. And spoiler alert, only one of them gets through. True. So and, and probably catches the abs on the other side. So nobody might win the cup from the Wales. But oh. there are several teams that are that are guaranteed massive disappointment over this next month and a half or so. Yeah. That's maybe what we should relish as Penguins fans. And let's go back to where you started. They're like <laughs> Maybe we're just spared the whole thing. Ah, to hell with all of this. <laughs> Suck it. Pain Stay. hurts. Pain don't hurt when 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 I can't suffer because my team ain't even in the mix. Fair. That's yeah. I can't suffer disappointment. It's going to be an interesting situation, I think, for Penguin fans. Though, if what happens if they blow the whole thing up? Oh, what no. happens? Yeah. 
You can't? Yeah, I can't. There's nothing you can do to blow it up. I mean, unless they were, they're not going to, the relationships with Crosby, Malkin, and Latang are such that unless Crosby had a complete um, switch in, in, in what, in the way he approaches things, he's there with those guys. They're not going to deal away um, Latang or Malkin. And so unless Crosby, which he's not going to, I don't think, although I couldn't blame him if they, if, if the, if new ownership said, we're keeping Hextall and it is what it is. You're a player, Crosby. Keep the your trap shut. I could see him saying, like, I, I need out. Send me to Denver now. I mean, but it, as, short Penguin, of that, that's not gonna as, as Penguin guys, you got to remember who owns your team. The Red Sox just lost all of their star players. This is who owns the Penguins. I know. It's ridiculous. So know. the guy who owns the Red Sox just let Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts and all these talented players walk away from the Boston Red Sox. I could see John Henry doing the same thing to the Penguins. It's just terrible news. I just, I, I don't know how you purge those guys because you have long-term deals in place. So they're sort of pot committed for the next, um, I forget the, you know, the the terms of each of those contracts, but what, right. three to five years, three to, you have yeah, that trio locked in. They move on from Brian Dumoulin after this year. I mean, Hextall really jammed them up. If I don't know how deep in the weeds you want to get with the puck, but right. the Granlin deal they 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 appeared on the cusp of purging most of their worst contracts and having some cap room to address some things. And then Hextall inexplicably goes out and gets Mikhail Granlin, who is, I mean, an atrocity. <laughs> I mean, just what in hell? Don't hold back. This little this little fell out there skating around. You want to like a pro tip if you're playing against Granlin going forward. If you want to get him off his game a little bit, touch him. Just say, if, if, if you touch him, he will fall down and thereby be eliminated from the play. He, I, I mean, wasn't five million dollars next year, and then the year after that. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. I, I, you know, I, I don't think they're, I don't think they're doomed. I don't think they're cooked for the next five years or anything like that. I know people are going to yeah. start making that talk, and and like you say, like blow it up. But it's, it's just that's not plausible. Unless inside inside that dressing room, mm. unless those three guys are saying like, "Yeah, move up, let m- move us for our sake and oh. for the organization's sake, or, or otherwise." But short Let's, of that, they, they just. Those guys are those are the deals stop. that they have in place. Just just just, just stop. But so let, let's turn the page because it, after the Islanders win today, you're not watching hockey anymore. Right. The Penguins are done. We can worry about baseball. Okay. Right. Last question from me. You're wearing the Bucko hat. The Pirates are exciting. O'Neill Cruz can't slide. And he's out until August. Four months. But the Buccos are seven and four, Sheck. It's April 12th. Their season wins is closed around 66 and a half. Can they win 67 games? And are you going to be available if I come out to either San Diego or L.A. or the Angels and go to a Bucko game in California with me? I'll hang up and listen, sir. It depends where it depends where our Buckos sit at that time. But yes, uh, I would enjoy your company. That's for sure. Either way, uh, we just might not have our eyes on the field. Uh, is oh. all if, if the oh. Buckos are out of it. But. Um, Listen, yeah, I, I do like them to go over that win total. I did going into the season there. It, it felt a little low to me. They should be able, even without Cruz, to to cobble together enough offense to to win 
Can you that, slide um, better than him? I mean, that that was bad. That 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 was grim stuff. But you know, he's six seven. He's a leadoff guy. That never sat right to begin with. But you know, I don't want to nitpick about about that stuff. I I, I will tell you the absolute, and I mean this too. You want to see? I mentioned my optimism around black and gold related matters. Yeah, yeah. Here's the big one from Dave for you. Play of the year, and I I don't know if I'm I'm overstating it. Whoa, Steelers over eight and a half. Oh, what? I mean, what over eight and a half? Obviously, you don't buy that. I mean, I was. How are they not? On, how are they April, not? Get, how are they not getting 12th? the double digits on how, April twelfth? I mean, I'm not. I mean, no. Yes, <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Eight and a half. Over. Simple. Over. Of course. Over. Of course. Wow. What, do, what make the playoffs? Shit. What, what do the Ravens look like? What do the Bengals look like? I love we when are, you go third whoa. person. I, I love when Shit goes third person and gives you just the Shit <laughs> take as when he says Dave says or something. Uh huh. Um, but is it that easy? Like, yes. I don't even. I don't even know what they're doing in the draft. What the hell are you talking about? Listen, though. Listen to what I'm telling you. Play Schedule. Of year, play of the year. <laughs> Third, I I get it. The schedule's foolish. I hate when people out yet. How can you say? I I hate when people. I hate. Well, guess what? Get ready for that because when that happens, um, then then some dope has to step up to a big monitor in a television studio and tick off like. And then on October (laughs) fourth, that's a W there. But then after Thanksgiving, they'll be a little heavy from stuffing. I think that's maybe an upset there. Like. of all the of all the foolishness that goes on around football yep. talk, that's that's one, one of them. Yeah. That's that's <sighs> the the lamest thing that happened. That said, third place schedule, as I forecasted, and anybody who was paying attention could have told you, Andy Weidel didn't move across the state of Pennsylvania to to see about if they could add a speedy slot receiver. That's not what he brought. He was brought in to follow the Eagles philosophy of loading up at the line of scrimmage. And so he has, and they are loaded up. They have depth on both sides. Now they are going to play old school ball. Guess what? Tomlin announced it before last season. It kind of came apart because the Jenga theory that I have is, you know, in the 21st century, obviously every football team is going to have injuries, but like a game of Jenga, if you remove one essential piece, the whole thing can implode on you. That's what happened when TJ Watt went out. Like that was not, that was the one injury, literally, and with all due respect to Cam Hayward, that was the one injury on the roster that the Steelers just couldn't rightly survive. Once he got back right. and up to speed and Kenny Pickett figured it out a little bit, then you saw a team that ended up, it's a 17 game schedule. Let's I know that that's old news, but it is still yeah. trips your mind up when you still, see those season totals right. like eight and a half. Like there's an extra game. Don't forget everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And it really does still in my brain. I forget about that sometimes, but yeah. they went, they, they won nine last year with a rookie QB and without TJ Watt for half the season, one of the five best non QBs in the league, they are certainly going to repeat nine wins. And I'll go so far as to say, you know, Asterisk, obviously, major injury to the wrong guys. Uh, you know, I, I legitimately think 12 wins is on the way from the Ooh, How about that? That's right. We, Dave, you heard it. 
We'll have you have you come back on in the in the summertime in August and see if you feel the same way. If we'd have a catastrophic injury or two, but thank you for the time. This was a ton of fun. We'll bring you back on. I'm sure very soon. The Appreciate chat went crazy and said, "Bring back the Daves of Thunder podcast." I don't know even what that means, but there's the chat guys are saying the Daves of Thunder podcast. They've known you that long. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, that, that, that's okay. uh, that's probably our funniest uh, podcast of all time. Okay. But yes, yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kibitz it up about whatever. If the Buckos are in wild card contention, we can yap about that. But I, ah, the I Astros just hit a home run. It's 5 nothing. Houston. Goodbye, Shaq. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> One last thing. Yeah. Congratulations in advance on your guaranteed Stanley Cup up there in Boston. I'm happy for you in advance. Told you, heart as big as the ocean. I'll send you the link to buy me the hat when they win the whole thing. Go get a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do sports tattoos, but I would. I never guaranteed the cup, just FYI. Just I'm perfect, not perfect to be clear. There's no guarantees. For this, the Bruins could lose. I absolutely the Bruins could lose. There's no, there's a lot of people rooting against them. They, of course, they are. I mean, everyone, I love Boston versus the world is the best. I love that. Give that to me every day. He brought up some good points though, like with the Campbell Conference, which for the kids, that's the Western Conference. No idea what they're talking about. The Wales Conference was the East, the Campbell Conference was the West. And that's why they changed it. Every. Well, because you need a geography lesson when you, I mean, yeah, because the kids don't, because nobody knows what, what you're talking about. National That's League, why. American League. What does that mean? National League, American League is clearer than Campbell's and Wales and Adams and North. National League, American League is not directional at all. Has not directional at all, but it's easier to distinguish between the two. It's the same Wales and the, Campbell. Where's the Adams? Where's the Wales? Where's the Norris? Where does it come from? Why are you calling it? It's European. If you call the divisions, that's fine. If you had to change the names of the divisions, although everyone knew who the Norris division was. Everyone knew who the Because they grew up in the game, but the kids coming into the game, it felt bougie. It felt elitist. Bougie? Yeah. Elitist? It changed. That's why they changed it. They changed it because I'm telling you, it did. That's what people didn't like it because it wasn't. An American sports fan wasn't gravitating towards it. It was, it felt French Canadian. It didn't feel American. That's why they changed it. Are you nuts? Why do they call the Metropolitan the Metropolitan? What are the three main teams that play in the Metropolitan? They're in New York, New York, New York, New Jersey. Okay. So that's why, because they want to to the American sports fan, because people in Pittsburgh know what the Metropolitan is referencing. It's that part of the country. Pittsburgh. They Americanized it. Gary Bettman's whole thing. Part of the, That's why they hate it. Part him. of the Mid-Atlantic region. It's Canadians, not the Midwest. You're not part of the Mid-Atlantic region. Sorry, you're from the Midwest. You say Bullshit. pop. You say you're pop. You're doing it again. You're for, you say pop. You're from the Midwest. You should ask like that. You're, for, you're from the Midwest. Pop is not, you're not from the Mid-Atlantic. Most far from the Atlantic as we are from the Pacific. What but the? we are. They, do the math. Do the, do the mileage. How far is Vegas from the ocean versus how far Pittsburgh is from the ocean? Pretty much the same, and you wouldn't say we're we're, we're in the we're closer to, closer to the ocean. It very well might be closer to the ocean than Pittsburgh is. Yeah, Pittsburgh is so, five hours to Philly, and then another couple hours to the Jersey Shore. And I can be at the beach from here in four hours. I could this be there in three in, in three or so. The way you fucking drive, you can be there a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah, moving. But that's why Gary Bettman is hated in Canada because he wants everything to be Americanized. He's Americanized the sport in every turn. 
and they hate him for it. And it's been 25 plus years since a Canadian team has won the cup. And they truly believe that another Canadian team will never win the cup with Gary Bettman as the commissioner. He will make sure it happens. They hate him up there. That's why he's, he's despised by American. What fan base of any sport likes the commissioner. Baseball people can't stand Manfred. There's not a person walking on planet earth that likes Goodell. Let's forget about Adam Silver. Everybody that likes Adam Silver is, is a very short list. And Bettman is, there are some, though. he doesn't get booed. Silver doesn't get booed. Not the way that Bettman does. Not I the think way he's that got people in the stands, they'll find him. Hundred percent. Yes, there are people who don't like him. Be there's no, there's no, yeah, yeah. There are people. There are people <laughs> don't like walks him. with a crew like we're going to walk when we go to places. Right. We're going to need protection when we go to places. As much as you besmirch all these cities, we're going to need Stevie Mac. We're going to need Mikey Awesome, JC from KC, and these big dudes. I Rainmaker Lou. All these people used to be bouncers. We got a hell of an offensive line or front court, Mister C. Down in we South do. Carolina, six foot five guys. We're going to need them all. But I like the names, and I'm okay with changing the divisions to Eastern, like West, whatever. I, I don't know what you call them, but the Western Conference has some teams that could win the Stanley Cup. They There's do. No question about it. Of course. We saw that game between Edmonton and Colorado last night yes. was elite level shit. I'm just How did watching my that under, game going. That under that hitting was, was, was oof, that was, I was, when it went one, one after six minutes, I went, Oh no, here we go. And then they didn't score again till overtime. <laughs> Unbelievable. Great. Right. Like it was great. And, and I mean, that's an in-game opportunity. Mm-hmm. When Jump to seven goal, and a half fast. Yep. One by two quick. Yep. The algorithm shoots it up from six and a half close to eight and a half. Oh, I didn't see. I only saw seven and a half. I didn't see eight and a half. Wow. Okay. After the second goal, the first move, it was seven and a half juice right away after the first goal. And then the second goal, I saw eight and a half. Now the juice was heavy to the under, but under eight and a half in that game, that's a, that's a good bet. Walk in the park. I mean, six and a half cast for me, pre-flop. So yeah, Uh, more hockey in a second. Let's get back to basketball real quick here because we didn't talk about the Hawks yet. So the Hawks, Outright winners as five-point dogs. Miami looked like absolute crap. Atlanta plays against Boston. Miami's got to play one more game now on Friday. They claim that they're going to have a a greater sense of urgency. They're playing that game like it was a Tuesday in November. They could have cared less. And the fan base, you asked the question, were fans going to show up? You were right. No one showed up. That was a boring crowd, lightly attended basketball game. And they got beat by a team that, I mean, Atlanta has really struggled against Miami. And they outplayed them in every facet. Like that game was never close from the opening tip. That was a run out by the Atlanta Hawks against the Miami Heat. The Boston Celtics are 10 to 1 favorites. <laughs> it should be 20. There's no I mean, chance the Hawks are winning that series. I would argue that it, that's a sweep. Or five games. There's no Boston way. fans. Boston fans were literally on Twitter last night going, holy shit, we play the Hawks. Because they thought it was going to be the Heat and was like, damn it, Jimmy Butler and Ben Adebayo and Tyler Hero, like these guys could be a problem, right? They're getting the Hawks. <laughs> like Boston right. was like, they're 3-0. Boston, I think, is 3-0 ATS against the Hawks this year. They're 3-0 straight up against the Hawks this year. It was like, Wow, we get to play Atlanta in the first round. This is glorious. Gift from the basketball gods to the Boston Celtics. Kevin Whitrock, big part mm. of the chat. 
just came in and said the closest ocean to Vegas is 273 miles. Closest ocean to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has an H on it. Whitrock, spell it right. It's 360 miles. A lot closer to the ocean here in Vegas than we are in Pittsburgh. So you are not in the mid-Atlantic region in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Stop saying that. You're not in the mid-Atlantic. You know. Listen, this is a perfect scenario for for the Celtics. Yes. You get Atlanta. You only have to go to Atlanta once. You ain't going back. Uh That's a trip down, a business trip. Do what you got to do. Ideally win both games and don't worry about playing no more games. I mean, Trey Young might be getting traded. This is like perfect scenario. It's, I mean, it's the path to the championship is filled with landmines, potholes, all these things. Rough series can yep. take something out of you. None of that is going to happen against the Hawks. <laughs> it's great. None of it. Let the Philly let let Philly go to war for their game and let Boston have a cake. Well, I mean, I don't there. know if Philly's going to have much resistance with the Nets. Like, I mean, they're going to they're Philly. They don't make it right. easy. They're not going to sweep. You know, they're right. going to lose a game. They're probably going to have to win in six. It might go seven. It's going to set up perfectly for the Celtics to win in four or five, and then sit at home and wait for the Sixers to extend out their series and beat the Nets and then come in and then you can see how it's going to go. I mean, it's just, it's at least we'll have that content. I, I, I don't think that is going to go away. I think we are going to see Celtics Sixers in round two. I would agree with that. And that's going to be 14 and seven. We'll keep on referencing that number 14 and seven. Wow. Chef Betty just came in and said Celtics are minus three fifty to win game one and the series. Yep. Yep. Listen, you guys like the show? Watch the show. What are they, my, Benny? What, what what are they laying a, a game and a half? I didn't look at that up yet. What's no, Boston minus a game and a half? That, but yeah, like people talk about laying juice as bad as this and that. Minus three fifty on the Celtics <laughs> to win the series and win game one. Yeah. Like that's You're probably yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's, it's, that's it's one of them ones. Let's go get thirty five hundred. You know, let's go get a sponsor and give us 3500 and we'll make you a dime. <laughs> right. And that's a week and a half. Right. Like that, I mean, the, the time, the time resistance on that. So if you lay 35, 350 to win a dime. Uh-huh. So clear. Let's see. 350. It's 28.5%. Wow. On your money. In a week and a half. half. (laughs) This is the way you got to start thinking about these future prices and these bets on series and all this other shit. Uh That's a nice return. That'll help your bet stay up account or wherever you (laughs) keep track. All of you guys, you could go put that on your thing and say, hey, look what I did. When they win that, everybody's going to go, oh, geez, you're laying a lot of juice. Oh, but my my ROI is 28.5%. How are you going to match that? It's hard to do. The Bulls. This is very similar to the Timberwolves in my mind. Their number is now up to six tonight against Toronto. I don't get the move at all here. I like Chicago to win the game outright tonight. Total is 212 and a half. Did I write that down right? Is that really what it is? Is it that low? Or did I miswrite that? That seems stupid. Nope, that's what it is. 212 and a half is the total tonight. For what which the game? Yeah. yeah. Bulls and Raptors. It's down... Open was 217. Is that possible? 212 and a half? What is going on there? Under in the dog, but I don't know this. This line move makes zero sense to me. What am I missing? 
Much like the Timberwolves, eight and a half. I had eight and a half last night. I was like, thank you very much. I'll take that. I didn't even hedge. I almost lost because I didn't hedge, but oh my God, that overtime those, made you have those free throws at the like, end. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I can't lose this. Bet, I, was, can I? I was texting with friend of the show, John Murgis. He's back East watching it, staying up late. He had to probably drink some coffee or something. That's what was really late for you people back East. I still don't know how you watch games back East. Lakers nope. Timberwolves was over here at like 10 o'clock, um, which is one o'clock in the morning. Good luck to all of you who stayed awake. But right, I sent him a text. I said, I can't believe this. The Lakers might cover every number. The line opened at six and went up to nine at one point and got back to eight and a half, then eight. It closed. Oh, okay. um, and yeah, that was. <laughs> I took eight, eight and a half. I was like, they were going into overtime. No. No, when the Lakers were down by 12 points in the middle of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Circa Plus had it. And a half. Yeah, no. Circa had it minus two and a half and minus 105 on the money line. I was laughing. I, literally, I went in our Discord and I was laughing. I was like, explain this to me for a second. The books literally are telegraphing that the Wolves are going to choke. Like they are anticipating the Timberwolves and it happened. Timberwolves choked. It's a pretty good number. Put Circa on that. The other game tonight is Pelicans minus five and a half against the Thunder. Could we potentially go four for four on dogs in the play-in? Why not? It's possible, I mean, right? one of these is a square dog, is it not? I don't know. I, I uh, This one is starting to get that feel for me because I don't know what I'm missing. Um, But... The Thunder were so good ATS that you could see them lay an egg. Yeah, but SGA is so good, man. I mean, the best player on the floor, best player on the floor is going to be with the Thunder. I I think they're, I think both dogs are live to cover. I really Mm. do. If I'm thinking a team to win, if I only can pick one to win outright, Mm. why not Oklahoma City? Why not? Whoa, really? To win outright. Yeah. Atlanta went to Miami and smoked them. Right. Right. Nose eye on, you know, like, I mean, what I don't know enough about what's going on in New Orleans to, there's to a lot say of questions. That, you know, yeah. Like, they do have a lot of questions, right? Like, well, I mean, Zion's coming out and saying that I'm healthy, but I'm not like, I, I don't feel like myself. So I'm not playing. It's like, wait, right. what? It's a, it's a must win game. Yeah. No, I just don't feel like myself. So I'm not going to play until I feel like myself. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Okay. That's a problem. So I don't know. I'm with you. There are questions. There are big questions right now with New Orleans as to what they're doing. And the Thunder have relished this role of being, I mean, of all the teams in the play-in, the one team that's the most excited about being in the play-in is Oklahoma City. (laughs) Like they're psyched. They're psyched to be in this game. Like this is a big deal to them to be in this position and their fans are fired up to be in this position. So it's a much different feel where like other teams are like, oh God, I got to go play the play-in. They're psyched. They're like, let's go play. So, yeah, I don't mind a dog play. I don't mind a dog outright play either or. I I, I think it's decent. All right, back to hockey. Yep. So let's talk about this last wild card in the West here, okay? Because it's, well, I guess I I meant to write the East. Sorry, I didn't mean mean the West. I meant the East. So we've got a, the Jets clinched yesterday, last night. So they're in. We know that. We know that the Kraken, even though they lost last night to the Knights, they're in. The Eastern Conference wild card is 
Islanders or Penguins? Are you dead? Are you sure you're dead? Because you're not mathematically. You're playing Columbus tomorrow. Islanders win tonight. We're dead. If they win tonight. It's done. You think if they win tonight. It's done. If they win tonight. It's it's done. I I that's 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 there's no way you're sure there's no way that Montreal can win. Montem Blues in net. There's no way they can win. No. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I really don't. But if they do, we're headed for a first round series then. Bruins. The, penguins. penguins aren't are penguins gonna go to Columbus and lose in that spot? You can't. I mean, could you imagine? Oh my gosh, no. that would be the most embarrassing. No, loss especially history. after you just completely yeah. bad route Columbus. The, yeah, th- that would be like the most that. embarrassing loss and in the history now, of Penguin yeah, hockey. Right, especially because Bedard is right there for them. I mean, <laughs> they've got fifty-seven points. They're <laughs> they're sitting right there with the number one pick. Fifty-eight points Anaheim. Fifty-eight points for Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it really is crazy. Your percentages from the one to the two, it's 25% likelihood to get the one pick with the worst record and only 11.5% to get the one pick with the second pick. It is a monster drop down from one to two. And that win for Chicago last night may have just cinched it where they're not going to be able to get low enough. They can't drop down below. And the number one pick, and the entire draft is going to go to Columbus and they'll have the odds on favorite. And I'm telling you, if Columbus mark this down, tag this, clip this, whatever Columbus, if they end up with the worst record, Columbus will not get the number one pick. They will lose the ping pong ball. Whoa. How? I have no idea. Mm. Cold envelope, fixing the ping pong balls in some form or fashion. They won't get the number one pick. The league, I cannot see the league being down with Connor Bedard playing in Columbus with the Blue Jackets. <sighs> Can't see it. Can't see it. This is All right. Better bet. Somebody asked me this question last night, and so yep. I, I wanted to bring it up. So the Boston Bruins are the odds on favorite to win the cup, as we know. Yep. 350, 370, depending on the book. Mm. 200 Eastern Conference. Okay. Is it better, once we know the series, who they're going to play, probably the Islanders, Boston's going to be a pretty big favorite. Is it better to roll it over every round? Or is at, it better to pre-flop one, it and, and bet them to win the cup right now? At three to one? I would have yeah. to think it's better to roll it over. Right? That's what I said. I would have to think. I mean, you, we got to... Once we know the matchups, we'll be able to kind of price it out. They're going to be you probably know. be minus 300 to win against the Islanders. Would be my guess. Can we talk about this when it's actually official? I'm really still like kind of. <laughs> it's, it's going to be official. It, it could be the Penguins and it might be the same price. It might be worse. Okay. So it could be 350 with the Penguins or 400 with the Penguins. It won't be but, that high. So to lay it, like if you were going to lay $400 on the Bruins to win the series, the first round. Or to win 100. Yeah. Roll that over. Take the 500 and roll it over on something else. And to the next series. Yeah. To the next series. To the next. Or could you do Bruins minus a game and a half and then take that? So you're laying less money. Yeah, but that's a different bet because now they have to win the series by – they can't win in seven games. Right, but they win it in six, and then you you win, and you take that, and you roll it over, and you bet just the money line price on the second round, and then the cup 
you know, the conference finals and then the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah. It feels like that's a better way of doing this, right? Because everyone's asking me for this, saying like, you know, when are we going to bet the exactas? And I'm like, okay, but for the Bruins' sake, I don't know if I'm going to bet the exactas. I might come in a little bit, but I feel like it's better to do an exacta on a team that's not the Bruins. You're going to get a better price. Well, without like, a doubt. Take a Hurricanes exacta or take a Rangers exacta. Take something that's a little bit off the beaten path like we did with some of the football teams last year. And like, you're not laying big money. You're going to get a crazy 20 to one ticket. And then if it hits, there you go. You're you're cashing it or you hedge off of it. Yeah. You have opportunities. Let's put it that way. Um, let me go through those tonight and look at um, because we'll know we'll we'll have more exact pricing and stuff on all of it. I don't right. want to say when the Islanders win tonight, but <laughs> when the Islanders win tonight. It'll all be set, and then we'll have we'll have true pricing. I'm sure I'll be texting with my guy. Um, they might actually even put them up tomorrow here in town. Oh, oh we really? Go, yeah, and we can go shopping this weekend. Beautiful. Um, and you know, just grab some prices on some stuff that uh, will will put us in a position later. That's all we're trying to do. I mean, it takes a lot to win a Stanley Cup. So oh, it does. People three to one does not seem yeah. like enough as good right. as they are. It just right. doesn't seem like enough return to lock it up. Now, when it right. wins, you go, oh, oh, I should have bet. Well, it. but the exacta, I think, is the way you kind of play off of that. Where yeah. if you buy the Bruins versus the top three teams in the West, that's not bad. The three tickets, Bruins, Avalanche, Bruins, Vegas, Bruins, Oilers. Right. I mean, it's not, it's not, right I mean, now for the guys that have, so they're plus 370 to win the Bruins. cup outright. Uh -huh. Right. The Bruins are. If you bet it, just a matchup, just a matchup. Now, you don't need a winner. You just get right. this right. Bruins Avalanche is 10 to 1. Bruins Stars is 20 to 1. Bruins Oilers is 12 to 1. I don't know how deep you want to go. Nice. But Bruins Knights is 17 to one. So that's the only bets I would make right there. Now the Bruins have to win. The, that You I mean all four lose if the Bruins don't get there, but yeah. the Bruins and, get there. I mean, all you need is one of those. All you need is one of those matchups and one of those four teams in the West are making the cup finals. That's it. I don't think the, I mean, the wild are the only ones that are in the conversation, but I don't think they have enough. Huh? Okay. The cup, the Western Conference champion is one of those four teams. I mean, and then you know you can do some reverse stuff with that. You know, Edmonton to beat Boston right now is twenty three to one. Edmonton to or so that's Edmonton to beat Boston is twenty three to one. Who else did you say? The Knights. Yeah, the Knights to beat Boston. So that's the exact result. Let me see what the Penguins to beat. Oh, God, place 350 to one. Oh, God. Vegas Golden Knights to beat the Bruins is 31 to one. Yep. Okay. So at this point, you know, you try to pick the matchup like we did with the Exactas and for the Super Bowl, and, and you can go that route. I mean, and a lot of times you'll hear the whole percentage into this and that and all this other shit. Like, we're investing for the future in right. those spots. Like, you know, we're trying to get us 
to leave us with an opportunity to use like WagerWire. You can use right. their calculator and figure out right. what the odds are in a week or two or three when those matchups are one step closer to happening. Now you have value in a ticket. You could do whatever you want with it. You could keep right. it, sell it, hedge it. You can do all kinds of things. So right. Okay. Options, options. Edmonton won the game. We talked about that unbelievable hockey game last night. They beat Colorado at Colorado. Vegas won, but didn't clinch. So Vegas plays Seattle tomorrow. This is a big game. On the Pat McAfee show this morning, Jack Eichel was on, and Pat, Pat McAfee said if Eichel scores a hat trick tomorrow, he'll give 100K to the charity of Jack Eichel's choice. Now, I don't know how that influences this game all that much, but Vegas Zero. needs to win. Yeah. Mm. Seattle is already in comfortably. They don't need to worry and they're not playing Vegas. Vegas will play the number. If Vegas wins, they'll play the number two wildcard team, the jets. Right. You like Vegas tomorrow night? Does Seattle have anything to play for? Zero. Man, how do you make that number? And Vegas just smoked them (laughs) last night. (laughs) close for a little while and then they're on a back-to-back and they look tired and then that's they just funny the on. advanced lines are out for a lot of the games tomorrow right? not out for that one <laughs> fair because we'd be sitting in a room going who in the hell is gonna play seattle for seattle right i mean the, the question also i mean vegas needs it so vegas has to send everybody that was the we thought we joked about it yesterday that vegas was gonna send zero people to seattle but they've got to send everybody now they need the game it's a much different situation for them. It's a much different path for them. If they lose and Edmonton wins, Edmonton, I think the tie break goes to the Oilers. Yeah, it does. So yeah. the Oilers are the one seed and the Oilers play Winnipeg and Vegas plays the Kings. It's a much different series than playing the Winnipeg Jets. Edmonton is at home tomorrow yep. against San Jose. Yep, they're going to beat them by 50. The opener is minus 520. Yeah. <laughs> And the total, the total is going to be eight. Like it's going to be like it's seven. It's going to be eight. Like it's just, it's going to be insane. <laughs> Edmonton's going to score a hundred goals on them. Like it's going to be ridiculous. As a route of a route, because they play at the same time, right? Edmonton in in Vegas play at the same time. No, oh, play- Edmonton is a six o'clock Pacific start. Vegas and Seattle's a seven thirty Pacific start. So Vegas will have a little bit of an idea. Yeah, it'll be halfway through the game. So if it's 4 nothing Edmonton, you're going to get the full bore Vegas Golden Knights team. They're going to go play their asses off. Or a, yeah. Or if Edmonton's down 4 nothing in San Jose, they'll play nobody. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll just coast it. Wow. we got to remember that's an in-game. That's yeah. an in-game where we got to keep an eye on. That's, yeah, that's, for, that's interesting. How that, how that winds up going. Yeah. So you... Uh, who wins the Metro? Can the oh. Devils do this? Why Can the not? Devils beat Carolina? I mean, uh, and, and catch Carolina. Um, so it's one ten, one eleven. They both have one game left. One ten, one eleven, and Carolina is at home against Florida. No, Carolina's tomorrow. at Florida. Oh, they're at Florida. Sorry, okay, at Florida. at Florida. Okay, New Jersey Florida does at Washington. Florida is in. They lose. Well, they're in, but if they lose the game uh-huh. and the Islanders win today, uh-huh. 
Florida is playing the Bruins. Wait, if Florida does what? If Florida loses Uh and the Islanders win, Uh the Islanders jump Florida and Florida plays the Bruins. Oh. (laughs) So Florida is going to play their asses off against Carolina to avoid the Bruins. Of course. Which means Carolina, if they lose and the Devils win, the Devils are, they win the Metropolitan. Mm. And the Devils play the Islanders. Well, the Devils definitely want to play them for sure. <laughs> of course. Bruins just smacked them. 100% the Devils don't want to play the Bruins. Carolina wow. could blow this. Oh, my. And then Carolina's got a much different situation for them. That they're thinking they're playing a wild card team. They play the Rangers. They blow this. They play New York. <laughs> they play a series they can lose. And right. the Rangers can knock out the Hurricanes. The Bruins pass to the East just got real easy. Yeah. Wow, this is going to be great. The Eastern Conference, <laughs> like Jack said, the Wales Conference is going to be very interesting. I don't know. This is, I mean, this is a lot to look at for tomorrow. I mean, we're going to have, well, we just did hockey talk uh, just now. With There's only three games tonight. There's a lot of things are impacted. Oh, by so many. I thought I'd be done. I thought tonight was my last night betting hockey right. in the regular season. Uh-uh. Tomorrow's got so many good games to bet. <laughs> Friday, too, for that matter. Because Colorado's, you know, they had two games left. So we'll see what happens with Colorado late in, in, in where they're going to be. But uh, you hate the Jets. The Jets have, clin- have clinched a playoff spot. They're probably playing Vegas. Are they four games in done? Four now? Wait, who? Oh, he froze. He froze. Snap your fingers. Come back. There he is. He's back. All right. What was the question? Because your audio and your video froze. Oh, wow. Winnipeg Jets. Have you changed at all your opinion that they're going to be a quick stay in the playoffs? First round exit. Five games for Vegas? No. No. No, no, no. No. That might be a longer series. It's a contrasted style. Listen, Hellebuck can win them the series. That's that's the that's <laughs> so wait a minute. So now you're off. on my now you're on my side? Yes. No, no, no. I don't I mean I, I think that I think that Vegas is a clear favorite. The numbers okay. will indicate that the Vegas is a clear favorite. Right. But it's hockey, man. It's it's just it's it's anything could happen. I mean, literally anything could happen. When you have a goalie like Hellebuck, yeah. they can win this series. Can they win the cup? I don't no. think so. But they can win the series. I agree. On a scale of one to 10, how likely is it that the Islanders will win tonight against Montreal? 10. 10. It's nine and a half. There's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. I think there's a big chance they choke tonight. I hope you're right. I think there's a big chance they choke tonight. The numbers are wild. They're one and one straight up against Montreal this year. Two to one and four three. They lost four three. Sorry, they they won four three and they lost two to one. Monte Blue has played two games. He gave up five goals in total to the Islanders this year. Islanders don't score. Tight hockey game potentially and a lot of pressure because the Islanders are at home, much like the Penguins. Playing at home could be a bad thing for the Islanders, in particular if the Canadians score first. Right. Everyone's butt gets tight. It's low. I mean, wow. 
our guys at Circa are searching, searching for the Montreal or for the Islander money right now. Minus 317 right now versus the market is minus 350, minus 360, minus 380, minus 360, minus 340. What's the puck line now? From Montreal, what's the puck line? Um, your average price is plus one and a half. You can still find plus 115, 110, 120. Good. That's what I got last night. Yeah. And uh, at Circa, it's only plus 109, the lowest price in the world, because JYD and the boys don't want any Montreal money. Maybe <laughs> they know. Maybe Montreal can actually win this game. Telling you, I'm not gonna. We'll get to it and better to book it. I hope I'm wrong. I believe me. I hope I'm wrong. I, I again, anything can happen in a one game, or especially right. with all the pressure in the world. We saw it last night. And the Islanders, I mean, they had their chance to control their destiny. And they lost the playoff spot. They were on the road and lost to Washington. That smoked. Same in the thing first could happen. Same thing could happen. Montreal goes into that game and says, "Let's go." Take the Islanders out of the playoffs. Let's right. go. One more hockey talk, and then we'll yep. get to baseball. Yep. I found this stat last night, and I was stunned. Mm-hmm. The St. Louis Blues at home this year on the puck line, mm-hmm. they are 18 and 22, down 13 units. Oh, boy. At home this year. Mm. And Dallas is coming in, and Dallas needs this game. Dallas has to win this game. It's important for them to keep themselves in this conversation okay. here. They're down by a point. They're three points. They're two points ahead of Minnesota for home ice in their cut in their in their matchup if they don't uh-huh. catch Colorado. And then you've got 105 points for the Avalanche, and they have two games left. Mm-hmm. Dallas wins today. They go to 106 points and puts pressure on Colorado to win out to win the Central. St. Louis have any shot tonight? Tonight? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Do they? No. Absolutely not. It's only they play each other twice. They play home and home, which is really weird. Yeah, let's see. They play today and then they play tomorrow. Yep. The line in, tomorrow is already minus two fifty. They play in Dallas tomorrow. They're yeah. in St. Louis tonight. They play in Dallas tomorrow <laughs> to, to end the year. So, if Dallas wins out, the the Avs have to win both games in regulation. They cannot go. They can otherwise it's a tiebreaker. I don't know who wins the tiebreaker. But total six tonight. Yeah. Over? No. I like over. Ottinger's going to stand on his head. Really? Yep. 4-1 final, just like the first game. Stars team total over there. Maybe, yeah. I mean, Bennington's been disastrous this year. He's just been horrible in net for St. Louis. So, I like that. All right, to baseball. We've talked a lot about time. Which is a better story, in your opinion? The fact that the Baltimore Orioles each day are coming up with viral celebrations. First, mm-hmm. it was the, you know, they want to call it the Homer hose. Funnel. Talk, dong bong that we argued right. about yesterday. Yes. And then they came up with this hysterical, funny sprinkler now that they're doing with the with this. And the guys on the dugout rail are spitting water like a sprinkler, which yep. is hysterical, which yep. I absolutely love. I'm wearing the orange today for the Orioles. This yep. is why I'm wearing orange today. Mm-hmm. So it's not for baseball or Auburn. Just this is the orange. Get up. Okay. And now Major League Baseball teams have to extend selling beer because they no longer can get it all in 
the seventh inning is coming too quickly and their beer sales are going down. Right. So they're having to extend beer sales until the eighth inning now. And so the seventh inning, <laughs> this is I unintended think, consequences of speeding right? up the game. Yeah. And I mean, uh, a friend of the show, Joe Sheehan, who um, hopefully we can get on the show here very soon. I asked him earlier this week and he was busy, but he writes a great newsletter uh, at joesheehan.com. He actually presented an interesting point to this. Are we extending the beer sales and then maybe they're going to have some liability about people leaving the stadium because, you know, with a more um, alcohol in their system, like because you stop it in the seventh inning and there's still basically an hour to an hour and a half to no drinking to and no up. serving. Okay. Now you extend it to the bottom of the eighth to to get the sales because the games are going too fast. Boom, game ends. You know, last call. Let me get two more. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, wait, the game's over. You can't take the beer out. Boom, 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 boom. Then you get in cars. It's a great point. It's a really great like, point. Like, what the yeah. hell are we doing? It's a great point. Yep. Unintended consequences. But I've, I've always said this, though, like, concerts – generally stop serving alcohol when they get to the encore. You'll see them wrap up. Oh, usually sooner than that. No, I guess so. I'm trying to think about which it's right after intermission. What intermission concerts on intermission. Well, what? a lot of times in shows <laughs> and different things. Yeah. Like, at, yeah, those you know, are intermission, like, like plays it, and whatnot, but it depends how long they are. Yeah. But if it's a three hour show, an hour and a half, they do the last call thing, and then there's always yeah. I don't yeah. I, I don't I don't know what Allegiant did for Taylor Swift. That's the last concert I've been yeah. at. I don't know what the, when they shut it off because I just I only had one drink that night, so I don't remember. When I walked in. The first thing I did was buy a drink. I was like, okay, it's like, come here. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I need a drink right now. First thing I did, I had one drink, and that was good. Good, got to calm me down. <laughs> it was too. It was chaos in the beginning part of like so many people. I couldn't believe. I've been to hockey games. I've been to football games. That was a whole different type of crowd. That was right. wild. But there was no line in the in the men's room for a long time, and there was right. no line at the be at, at the at the tequila stand for a long time until because the kids were too young to drink. Right, it was great, and they all were in line to buy stupid T-shirts, which I still can't believe. That is, in, why would you wait in line for four hours for a T-shirt? I don't like. <laughs> like, what are you? I mean, doing? Why do people wait in line two hours to eat somewhere? Because it's food. You get something. I, I like that. But wait in line for a T-shirt you can buy online and get it a month and a half later. And we were talking to a, a young, very nice young lady. We were riding up on the escalator. And oh. she was she was going to the very top, the fourth level of Allegiant, to go to that. Each level of Allegiant had its own merchandise stand. And she said, I'm going to the top because no one's going to be up there. And I was just like, what, why? She's like, because there's exclusive stuff only at the show that you can't get anywhere else. That's why people oh. want. They want the exclusive gear. It's like, oh my gosh, this is like, I used to be like that. I get it. I used to be that young kid used to do that stuff. And I laughed then and I laugh now, but it was, it was pretty funny just to learn four and a half. Cause today for the shows in Tampa or it's tomorrow, the shows in Tampa, they'll have the same line that we had in Vegas, which is they do the early merch sales right. for all, all day. So you can, for six, seven hours, you can wait outside and you can just to buy a t-shirt to a concert. It's quite bizarre. Oh, oh my Okay, so how do we feel about the Pirates, Rangers, and D-backs start here? Three teams, Loving both it. with very low win totals, Yeah, have all gotten off to very good starts. Damn right they have. Who is for real? 
Oh, of those three. Huh? Which do you buy? I mean, on April 12th, I'm yeah. going to say it's seven nothing Houston right now over Pittsburgh. Yikes. That wasn't nice. I know that. <laughs> I mean, Texas is in first place with a record of seven and four. Pittsburgh is a game behind the Milwaukee Brewers at seven and four. Mm-hmm. Diamondbacks are tied for first place at seven and five. They are all either within a game or in first place in their division. We're only, you know, one sixteenth through the schedule. But I mean, I, it? I, we talked about it before the season. Texas gets the Grom. Yeah, they have the lineup that I think can exceed expectations. I agree. Their season wins, and they have a division that's ripe for them to improve and shoot up because I still think Seattle's just kind of taking a step backwards. I think the Angels are what they are, a mediocre 500 team at best. Right. Right. And Bless Otani's, you know, carrying them to a different level. Right. Um, Then Trout hasn't been able to stay healthy recently, so – I think Texas has the highest personal ceiling. The Diamondbacks are a good baseball team. They had, you know, they have a really. Um, They're young. Um, they don't know any better. That's gallon for sure. at the top. It's all yep. about pitching. Yep. You know, I I think that they're okay, but they play against the Dodgers and the Padres. It's going to be hard for the Diamondbacks, although they just played the Dodgers six times and won four of them. So that's a good start for them. Um, listen, the Pirates are, it's fun as hell right now. And a walk-off win last night and, you know, I'm watching all the games. I'm doing the stuff for Bet Rivers for the, for the team and on the pregame show. I'm all caught up in it. I just hope they win more than 66 and a half games personally. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have any visions. I would love to see them be close to 500 or God forbid, be competitive in September playing meaningful baseball games That's to possible. make the wild card. Third wild card be awesome. Third wild card's possible. I mean, Cruz's oh. injury, Cruz's injury really is. Ah, it sucks. Yeah, that's that's too bad. That's a that's a bad injury right there Damn. to lose to, to lose him. But you know, yeah, I'm not totally against it. So the Cubs and the Mariners yesterday played a game with 23 runs because the wind was blowing out hard at Wrigley. So it was 11 today for the game today, and the wind is. Blowing out yeah. <laughs> again. We betting over eleven runs for the Cubs Already and the Mariners. The bottom of the third, and oh. it's two one Seattle. Gusts to thirty miles per hour, blowing out to center at seventeen miles per hour. Let's see what the end game is for that right now. We can give the people maybe something to do in game. Three runs in the third. It's probably close to the original close. Let's see. Uh, Seattle. Oh, look at that. Ten and a half. What did it close? Eleven. Still got it. <laughs> Didn't even walk. Bet the over. Um, we throw a lot of pitches with the starters. This might be, I mean, this might be stick with this number right here. Right. You know, bottom of the third, three out. We're going to the fourth. No, I think right now you bet the under. Okay. The Rays are now 11 and 0. They are 10 and 1 on the run line on the year. 10 and 1 on the run line. Undefeated and they're only minus 135 favorites against Boston today. They were minus 115 at open. 
I mean, somebody's waiting for him to lose or somebody's doing somebody a favor and opening them low and letting people bet them. <laughs> I mean, the Red Sox, I, I, I can't bet this because I know they're going to lose at some point. So I refuse right. to bet on a team this hot until they lose. And right. then I'll start betting on the Rays. Right. And I'm missing out opportunity after opportunity after after opportunity, but like the one nothing win against the Red Sox. And then they, I mean, they spanked Boston yesterday. They have more home runs hit than runs given up. More home runs hit than runs given up. Yeah. The, you see the run differential? I mean, we're talking about that today on the. We've, we've never seen this before. No. The no. run differential is 63 runs in 11 games. Nothing hit, makes sense. They've hit 29 home runs. They've allowed 20 runs. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, and they can't get anybody in the God dang stands. Nobody will show up. Yeah. The guys uh, did a guy in Tampa Bay radio did a rundown of the length of time. The games have been over the last week. It's been like 245, 225, 235. They're like door to door. You can go from St. Pete's to the ballpark. You can go from from downtown Tampa to the ballpark. Like round trip door to door with the entire game was like four and a half hours or four hours. And feel like he was going through the whole thing. Don't tell me you don't have time to go to the game. This is easy. Go to these games. Like they're begging people to show up right now for the race. Yeah. I don't know what else you have to do. Like you can get a good seat too. Great seats. Oh my gosh. It's really, you know, I mean, but I've had some people tell me like, it's just not, it's not a nice ballpark. It's disgusting. To. It's a hellhole. It's awful. It's an awful place. You've been there. Yes. You went to I, a baseball game there. Yes. I've been a Red Sox game there. Oh, I've been to the same P it, it, I, it's, the oh. weirdest shaped ballpark. It's cockeyed. It's crooked on the when you're driving over the over the water bridges. Uh, uh, it's it's not a fun experience. No, it's just not. Tampa's not a fun place to go. Tampa as a as a market is a good place to go. But yeah. the ballpark's in a bad spot. It's not a fun ballpark. It's not a nice ballpark. The team generally hasn't been. You know, if you go to a Red Sox Tampa Ray, Tampa Bay Rays game, it's three to one, two and a half to one Red Sox fans. Like it's a it's a road game. Mm. Same thing. Same thing when the Yankees play there, and it <sighs> makes the locals mad. They get really, really yeah. they, they get really, really angry. But I mean, the Red Sox. I can't see them winning today. <laughs> Sonic just came in, and by the way, Sonic, uh, hat tip to you, sir. I'm going to take a look at the thing, and mm-hmm. we're going to get that taken care of. But great work on that. Um, he just said you you should write travel brochures. Oh, it'd be awesome. I mean, be it'd be oh, phenomenal a side hustle. There you tell you the truth. The, the truth about your city. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's what I'll tell you the uh, truth about your city. What, what I don't was know it like, ready for that. I was like to really ready. go to your market, to your city, to go watch these games because look, Tampa, they've talked about the Rays moving here. And I, and I, I've, I've been like, I'd rather have the Rays and the A's. Right. You know, but that's as far as where is. they're at. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a team, but, um, they're going to lose eventually. Is today the day? I mean, I just looked at the pictures. It's sale against Bradley. I don't know T. Bradley. I don't even know his first name. Doesn't matter. It's an opener and bet the team total over for the race. Chris Sale can't get you out. Mm. He's given up, I think, five home runs already in two starts. I hate those big sweeping lefty curveballs, but I could actually maybe 
get one into the right field, maybe touch the ball. Yeah, you can. Maybe Chris Sale's been so bad. <laughs> Boston's already six games back. So bad. It's April 12th. Relax. How about that? Chris Sale is 1 0 with an 11.25 ERA. How about that? A 1 0 mark with an 11.25 ERA. Pretty impressive. <laughs> Thanks to the offense of the Red Sox. He's given up 10 earned runs, 11 hits, 13 strikeouts, which is, I guess, is not that bad. But I mean, yuck. Boston not. plays Tampa again tomorrow, too. In a- Morning special while we're on the wow. air. Wow. Five runs, by the way, for four, four home runs, not five home runs for Chris Sale, but four home runs and two starts. Team total, Tampa Bay over. It's a good What's, play. What is it? Four? Um, four and a half. It might be, I, guess the, I would say five, but they don't do solid numbers at FanDuel. Right. Uh, it's team, the, the game total is eight and a half. So the so team probably. total for Tampa is four. Wow. Right. Solid number. Yeah. Minus 122 in the over. Right. Yeah, but the over. Over Tampa Bay team total. There you have it. Yeah, I like that play. Uh, a couple of quick ones. This grabbed my eye because we talk a lot about F1 and the Super Bowl and all the things that are coming to Vegas. Sure. There's actually some numbers now that are backing up the idea that Vegas is no longer or is slowly slipping away from being a gambling-driven market. Uh-huh. So this is an article that came out uh, this morning that the average Las Vegas visitor uh-huh. spent a record $1,156 during their trip to Vegas. Yep. That is an, that is an all time high. It is a, uh, it, the overall spending by visitors were 44.9 billion. Mm-hmm. That is despite the city falling 3.7 million short of the visitation levels prior to the pandemic, but they're coming for more experiences. Mm-hmm. They're spending more money on concerts and sporting events, not as much gambling wise. Allegiant stadiums become a monster draw, which is why I wanted the thing to be here anyway. We have not even opened up the, the MSG sphere, which is coming this fall. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the Super Bowl in Formula One. Mm-hmm. If you're a casino operator, are you nervous? That well, people I mean, are spending on other things and they're not spending it the way they used to when they come when they come to Vegas. Yeah, you. I mean, I don't think they're nervous. I think everybody's grabbing at something. Like you're charging for everything. Yeah, because people are spending. Go to the casino. It's it, it, it's very expensive. This isn't a value. This isn't a value destination anymore. Anymore. Right. Yeah. True. It's. Right. I mean, you want truth? Like we'll give you truth. We're here. I get people to text me, and I, you know. DM me and ask me all the time, like, hey, I'm coming. What should I do? I'm like, well, tell me what you think you want to do, and I can try to steer you in certain directions. Right. Um, but we don't do a lot of the stuff that we used to do because it's very expensive. You know, like, I mean, I, I have a family of five, and, you know, we used to do a lot of stuff like down on the strip or go here or go there. They're pricing people out. That's the problem. Mm. And I mean, yes, it's great. And this report can say people are spending more. They're spending more because the shit costs more. Right. Well, I don't know if it's, you know, good. I mean, I, th- I think the question is, 
when Vegas started, Vegas was a place you could come get a steak and a lobster for 10 bucks type of thing, a buffet for five bucks. I guess comp, yeah. they'd comp your room, they'd comp your drinks. Like it was all about the gambling experience to keep you on the floor. Yeah. Okay. It feels like they're starting to do everything to keep you from the floor. <laughs> like charge you for parking, charge you for water, charge like all the different things. And you're coming here to go to a red hot chili peppers concert or you're coming here to go to an f1 race or to a vegas golden knights game or to a raider game like you're not coming to vegas for the same reasons you're used to i think the market is reflecting that which means what happens to the gambling which is <laughs> the lifeblood of the city well there used to be a monopoly on the gambling yeah and there's zero monopoly on the gambling yeah I mean, there's stats and information that Somebody lives within 60 miles of a casino everywhere in the United States. Unbelievable. Everywhere in the United States, I believe it's 60 to 90 miles, no matter where you are, you can be at a casino. Now, whether it's a full-blown right. table game but still, or yeah. just slots or video this or that, whatever, whether there's legal sports betting or not, it's all variable. But – yeah, man, this is, uh, I mean, I guess sign off for the grid and we'll continue this conversation on on BBB bonus time. Okay. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We're back tomorrow for a Thursday. If you guys live on Twitter and YouTube, we'll continue this conversation during BBB bonus time right now. Uh, so let's continue that, though. It's not a good thing. Right. I don't think it is. I mean, it, it, well, it depends on the second. Like every other city in that respect, it, which is fine. Okay, I'll, I'll say this: it New Orleans has everything that we're talking about. Okay, New Orleans has gambling. New Orleans has culture, maybe more than Vegas does, but they have great restaurants. You go to New Orleans for the Final Four. You go to New Orleans for the Super Bowl. You go to New Orleans for big bowl games. That Vegas is becoming similar to Miami, similar to Phoenix, similar to similar to New Orleans. And the differentiator with Vegas, because it was marketed as such as the adult playground, it's the adult Disneyland, that still exists, but it's changing quickly. I mean, Taylor Swift never would come to Vegas. She never would play here. It was the first time ever playing in Vegas. Played two sold-out shows to 60,000 people. Right. Uh, that's that's all those she she did like a, a crowd thing like how many people traveled to vegas it was a louder roar than the people who were locals who had tickets to the show always is so people were coming in locals all, can't afford to go they work in casinos they don't right. pay shit right <laughs> right you, you go work a regular job at these places and and, and they tell you you know yeah, you get you get. Uh, I mean, the regular hourly wages. There's these people can't afford these tickets. Yeah, used to go to work and and work with people that were literally, you know, just scraping by, and yet, you know, serving food that had average bills of twelve hundred dollars. Right. You know, I mean, it's becoming a different type of experience for a lot of different reasons. Hundred percent. They want to legalize mushrooms because they, they they keep on trying to find new ways of making Vegas different. Yeah, there's a there's a bill right now in in Reno in Carson City to legalize psilocybin. They're going to start with medical. Say that word again. Psilocybin. Yeah, what is that? Psilocybin mushrooms are basically what they call magic mushrooms. It's the hallucinogenic mushroom that you'll take that you can take in for in various forms. Oh, tea. Eat it. 
powder. Oh. So they're trying to legalize it from they're trying to legalize it in Nevada because they're trying. I again it feels to me like they're trying to give different reasons to get people to come to Vegas and make what does make why is Nevada unique? Well, sports betting's everywhere now. Nevada's not unique. Well, gambling's everywhere now. Nevada's not unique. Okay, we got great restaurants and we got great experiential stuff here. And we have big events all the time. And the hotel rooms, nobody is set up the same way we are with like the strip. You can't just you know build that. But that's why they legalize cannabis because they want it to be on the forefront of that. So like they're constantly trying to find new reasons. You can drink 24 hours a day here. Can't do that in most places. Like it, it's not going to be shocking to me if somebody starts talking about the idea of lowering the drinking age in Nevada to 18. Like, how do you get people to come here? What about the way going back to the way it used to be when they, it would they never would come here, never but they would come back because yep. I think what's happening one and done is the, or right. It's a one and done trip. Yep. Because and it's a once every five year trip. It's not consistent. Like if you do correct. it, you call a, hey, we're going to come and we're going to come for four or five days and we're going to go in 2010, 2015, 2021. Like we're not making it a consistent thing unless we have business to come here for whether you come to CES or you come to a different convention every year, but yeah, it's not, it's not a consistent trip because people get nickel and dime. They get annoyed and they get mad, but it's never going to change because the corporations have to answer to wall street. So they're never going to change. I mean, they're going to make it worse. Robot, robot bartenders are the next thing. Oh, it's already happening where you used to be able to like take care of the bartender and he would take care of you. And you know, it was, you know, the way you used to be able to play a machine and get comps or play at the tables mm-hmm. and get comps. The dealers the are, are few and far between now. The, it's it's getting, yeah, that, that stuff's getting worse and worse. And we're used to get, I mean, I used to literally when I was living in Phoenix and coming up here, I would come six times a year. I would come every other month and all throughout the year. There were, you know, when you came in December, it was for New Year's. When you came in February, it was to just come relax or see a fight or a show. March was March Madness. There were different events, different things that you based your trip around. But it was a quick phone call. The guy would get the room reservation, get you tickets and whatever you needed. And Mm -hmm. all I had to do was play blackjack. I didn't even have to do nothing else. (laughs) And it was easy. Now it's impossible. You can't even get a drink ticket. At a sports book, right? They're afraid to give you a drink ticket at some places unless you bet two or three hundred dollars. Used to be twenty bucks, right? And they're scared to do it because of their job, mm-hmm. like you know. And you could give them tips, and they can they can do it. Some places are still good with it, but a lot of places are not. Man, that's it's just um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not encouraged by any of that. And I'm definitely discouraged by the fact that they're trying to make this mushroom thing. What's the word again? <laughs> Psilocybin. <laughs> like, I mean, it's bad enough to drive around. Not, I mean, you're going to get people high on mushrooms all the well, time. It's, like, it's medical. You would never know. You would medical. have no idea. It's the same way with the drinking. It would be medical at first because there is some research being done that psilocybin mushrooms can help cure ADHD and depression. You can, if you're microdosing, it can help. Reset. Really? You can reset the brain. Yeah, th- th- there is some okay. research into that, but okay. I mean, it's going to be. I think it's got a you know the Trojan horse thing. I think it's in in, in that way of of making it more readily available, and uh, in another market for Vegas to differentiate itself and say like, hey, we're one of the few places that 
we have legalized mushrooms. <laughs> so. I mean, how about we just do it right? Do like, what right? Just do the trip right. Like, why do you have to constantly be re? I mean, like that's what Vegas's thing has always been is like constantly reinventing itself. Yes, and oh, it's going to be different because yes. we could. At some point, you go. You know what? We got what we got. We've got it all now. But they don't want. That's not how Wall Street works. That's not how Wall Street works. I agree with you. That's not how Wall Street works. I guess the fucking lawyers. Wall Street works with all about what's the growth, what's the next avenue, what's the next you know silo that you're going to go ahead and in in market and go ahead and have this revenue stream coming in. Such bullshit. Uh huh. That's you know the last scenes of Casino are unbelievable when De Niro is talking about how everything changed, junk bonds, and everybody came in and you know used to everybody knew your name. We got nine likes today, by the way. So nine, nine. That's it. Oh, we need more than nine likes on the on the YouTube channel. We we haven't said that. Hit the like button. Come on, please. Somebody hit the like button, please. What's what's going on? The over under was nineteen and a half today. I mean, can we get over that? And then some people are going in and leaving comments, by the way. Apparently, that helps the algorithm, too. Yes. Whatever this, you know, uh, undiscoverable algorithm is. If you go in and leave a comment, we'll try to uh, constantly, between Matt and myself, go in there and answer the comments. Uh-huh. Um, and if we do that, apparently more people will see the show. And then we're working on the hat giveaway for WagerWire. We're going to give away hat to someone that leaves a comment will make us both laugh maybe a comment of the week or something so we got to get this sponsor thing lined up but i'm going to go get some hats made i got some people that i got on a list so you're going to get okay. your hats so. that, that's wild well th- th- this goes right into the same lines of our next conversation um so will you or do you think people will spend for what is formally called the sunday ticket with youtube tv Oh, it's 39 likes currently. Oh, showing 30, 39. I hit, I just hit refresh and it was, I was only nine. So I apologize. What the hell does that mean? I don't <laughs> even know how that happened. Yeah. So um, will, will I pay for it? I don't know if I'm the customer. Will you pay for it? Yes. Oh, you will. Oh yeah. And remember guys, we are on YouTube TV. If you guys are ever wondering about the switch. Oh, yeah. Sports Grid TV is on YouTube TV. The fun thing about YouTube TV is it has an unlimited size for DVR. There's no capacity. You can save whatever you want, but you also can watch on demand anything that's on YouTube TV. Oh, so our show, nice. our show on YouTube, you can watch every episode we've ever done that's on our YouTube channel is on YouTube TV. You go search Bostonian versus the book or just sports grid and go uh, just skip ahead till midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, <laughs> and you click on the show and every every it gives you every episode. So you listen to everything. Have you done that? Like, have you watched like some of our old shows? Oh oh, yeah. I laughed my ass off. Oh yeah. It's just, it's It's funny as hell. It's I can't go back and you're like, you see the show, you see the evolution of the show. You see how things change and how the show looks and how it's grown and the different things we do and different ways that we, you know, in the beginning, how we presented things and what it looked like. So, but this is big because YouTube TV is going to be a thing. They're calling it Sunday ticket. I guess the same thing, right? 350 bucks for the year. If you want the red zone, it's 390 bucks. You get a hundred bucks off for if you buy it before June's the sixth, if you sign up for it and buy it in the summertime. Yeah. If you have YouTube TV, if you don't have YouTube TV and you want it, it's 450 bucks a season or 490 bucks if you want the red zone. That's not cheap. If you don't have this, is why I think people are going to be running to YouTube TV. Because for me, if I buy it on June the 5th, it's 250 bucks. I don't need the red zone. 
A lot of people love the red zone. They do. Uh-huh. DFS players and whatnot. I don't know. I'm not, I mean, again, I'm not the customer. I still have I still have cable in the house because I have, I mean, in this house alone, I think we have eight TVs. <laughs> You know, well, it doesn't different, matter. Eight I mean, different they, TVs. They all can be tied. They all can be tied to one YouTube channel. I know, YouTube but account. I, the streaming thing, the cable always works. Correct. It always works. So we'll have it on there. Um, this this is going to cause a major problem with people with betting. Like so it's fifty five seconds to a minute five is what the Super Bowl was from a lag time perspective last year. It's going to be a disaster as far as that goes. People, yeah, I don't know no if enough people know this, but like, like, you know, we've known this. I've known this since the beginning of time. Yep. When they brought in-game betting to us, when I was at the M and they said, hey, you know, we're going to run the game in-game. You know, you're going to make lines while it's going on. And I'm like, what are we watching? The same thing? Like, who's got the fastest feed is all this matters, mm-hmm. you know? And there were guys that, I mean, they've been doing this forever. He's mm-hmm. been doing this in tennis matches and soccer matches and stuff all over Europe. Golf tried it. And they were like, wait a second. There's a guy at the golf. Right. The Who golf, knows ahead of time. Who's sending a text to his buddy. He just nailed it to three feet. Bet it. Yeah. You know, whoa. How, how's this guy right? Like 95% of the time, the way the <laughs> line's going to move. Oh, he's at the game. We saw it ourselves yep. in February when there were tournaments here in the first week of March. And we went to the games. I'm like, watch this. We're going to bet this now. We're going to be ahead of the line move. Again, they don't always win, but you're getting the best number. That's going to be a problem. General fan, I think we'll buy this because it's the NFL, right? Yes. I think YouTube TV is going to see an explosion. This is why I've said to Sports Grid, I've said to other people on the show, people we talk to, that like, the I think our show is going to pick up a lot of interesting people who haven't seen the show before because we're on the sports package. Sports Grid TV is on the sports tier, so it's really big. It's not just it's it's big for stadium. It's big for Vsin. It's big because there aren't that many channels on the sports channel. It, it's like I think you buy the eight buck a month sport add on. It gives you like twenty channels in your region. It regionalizes it. So like I have a lot of the NBC Sports California, NBC Sports Los Angeles. I've got a lot of those channels that are on there. So you have a regionalized sports package, but it gives okay. you, I, I mean, if you've never seen sports grade before, I've never seen stadium before you just run into their channels. Like it's just naturally run into it. So people are going to run into our show all the time, just flipping around and going through and finding things. My question just is the cost of this is, I mean, 500 bucks is 500 bucks. That's not cheap for a football, for a football season. That's going to be, people may balk at that. Well, it was three hundred before, right? Uh, it was well. It, it, right? In the beginning, they had it where it was five hundred, but then Directv constantly had to lower the price or right. give it to you for free right. for retention bonuses, and that's what I was. That's what I was looking at before. HBO yeah. made the announcement that Discovery Plus and HBO Max are merging. Okay, it's going to become just Max. So you're going to pay one. One fee uh-huh. and get all those discovery channels. You're getting Discovery Channel, Food Network, all these different things. Plus, you're going to get all the HBO shows, all the HBO stuff. And the reason why they're doing that is because 
over half, they said half of their problem, half of their customers turn over for either billing issues or other problems. They lose half their audience. Half? Half, which is an insane stat. Half of the U.S. churn is involuntary, according to the head of HBO today, making this announcement. Billing problems is the number one issue. Better messaging of billing problems to enhance retention is a huge issue. Easier, faster logins is what they want. They're going to change the the pricing for it to have a uh, tier structure. I mean, it's, you know, they're going to have it. It's still going to be well. You want truth? Why the fuck does the bill go up every year when you get the same product? Because they got you. And it gets more expensive and inflation and blah, blah. Yeah, this it's the same reason why the NBA is laying people off, claiming economic uncertainty. Yeah. And, and where we saw all the stats come out yesterday about where the company or where the country has been recession-wise. We've had nine straight months where we're recession for sorry, where inflation's gone down. So all these like recession fears, it's like what recession fears are we actually having? We're we're not seeing any of them. We're going down with inflation prices, where everything's going down, but they can claim you know, strong economic headwinds still to come. It's like, wait a minute, where are they? Where are these strong economic headwinds you're talking about? The country country's not experiencing this, but you can lay people off to cost cut because you've always looked at the fat and go, we don't need this, we don't need that. Let's go ahead and pull the plug on it. It's the same thing. It's all about revenue. It's about keeping as much as you can and how much will your audience pay for what you're offering? Trying to find that threshold. And 500 bucks is, that might be the threshold. That's a lot. Um, Before we do better to book it, just Mm want to keep the, you know, it's been four weeks since Aaron Rodgers has appeared on the Pat McAfee show. Mm -hmm. He's still not a jet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's been four weeks. Well, we can, we can discuss that again tomorrow. Oh no, it'll keep going. I'm saying, no, I, I'm just mentioning it because we're going to keep track every couple of months. We'll keep when it's May 12th and then it's June 12th, it's July 12th. I'll just, I'll throw it back to you with this. Does he, is he a jet before the draft? No, no, I agree hundred percent. No way. Uh, better to book it time. Yep. Montreal plus one and a half goals at plus one twenty five against the, let's go. Blue block and rouge. Betting it or booking it. Betting it. Let's go. Let's go. Four, three, two, one. Montem Blue has been good. Needing to be good again. And we saw it last night with playing at home is not that easy. I think the Islanders are actually going to struggle being at home tonight against mm. Montreal because they've got to win to get in. They do. I'm taking the goal and a half. Three, two win for the Islanders is fine by me. I put the Penguin stuff all away. I can guarantee you this. If the blue block and rouge find a way to win, I will be geared up in penguin gear from head to toe tomorrow for the show. Stars laying a goal and a half is plus 150 against the blues tonight. Oh my. On the road, sir? Uh, stars are 24 and scared six- of that. Listen to me. The stars are 24 and 16 on the puck line on the road up eight units. Mm. St. Louis is 18 and 22 on the puck line, down 13 units. Ottinger's in net. Dallas won four to one in the first matchup. Oh man. Stars smoke them tonight. I can't believe it's plus 150. It's a gift. I was stunned. It seems so damn easy. All right, we'll bet it. I don't like it, but we'll bet it. Plus 150. I mean, we may need an open net goal, but yeah, I know. 
plus 150. It's plus 150. I'm taking it just on the value. And then Bulls plus five. You can get plus six right now. Bulls plus five against the Raptors tonight. No, I mean, the people listening and watching. What? Plus six. Yes. You guys, I think people. you can wait. I think you can actually. I yeah. think, let me Much see like. A quick look like last night, right? Get the yep. best number you can. Just wait and get six and a half, get seven. You're going to get, and you may cover them all. We called it last night with that move, and we got there. I mean, an ideal situation is if you could get seven. I don't think we're going to get to seven. I think, I think nine. there's going to be. I think there's going to be some books. I waited last night. I, I was waiting yeah. for nine. I never got it in Vegas. No, <laughs> no, no nobody <laughs> gave me nine. I took eight and a half. I was like, fine. That's the best I'm going to get. I took eight and a half. I don't know if we'll get yeah. seven. Yeah. So. Um, Bulls plus the points for sure. I mean, they're they're live to win the game. We're taking them outright. Yeah. yeah, I think they can win the game outright. Yep. Favorite thing about today is what? Oh well, one, it's the Montreal stuff. <laughs> I, I absolutely love the Montreal stuff. But two, um, I uh, I talked to you yesterday. I was on my way to the flower shop, the Bella, uh, great flower shop here in town. If you guys are ever in town, need to send flowers for whatever reason, you should mm-hmm. try and use them. Um, but I delivered flowers yesterday, and um, didn't mean anything. I mean, I did. No, no. I mean, we we we, we try to get out of the doghouse. We live in the doghouse basically every day. Mm-hmm. The best thing about today is that, um. Not currently at the moment in the doghouse, <laughs> but she sent me a text that I didn't answer about 35 minutes ago because she knows we're usually done with the show at 12.15, right. and I haven't answered her back yet. So um, the best thing about today is that uh, I got I got people to answer to as soon as we're done here. <laughs> That's the best thing about today. You have to answer for yourself. Uh I mean, the Penguins lost. The Pirates just got whacked. There's a lot of shit going on. I mean, yeah, that's the best thing about today, right? Now. <laughs> that's all I got right now. Um, so Jack joined the show. That was fun. That that was a, that was a lot of fun. I I enjoyed that uh, a lot. I, I I think for for me, I I think this week has been a really lot of fun because I feel like this. Well, I feel like it is hockey ending for me. Is I'm trying to I'm trying to absorb all as, as much as I can, knowing how different it's going to be next week when the mm. playoffs are going to start. Mm. And I, I want to enjoy the games tonight. I want to enjoy the games tomorrow. And the games on games tomorrow mostly will suck, but there'll be some good ones. Yeah, Friday's two games will be garbage. Yes, and then we get to the playoffs, and everything is totally different. So, like today and tomorrow, I really want to try to watch as many hockey games as I can and kind of absorb as much as the much of the teams that are going to no longer be playing, and then get ready for the playoffs and how these matchups are going to go. And then we get the exacttas. It's it's a fun week. So it's it's been a fun it's been a fun season in the NHL. It's been my most profitable betting season in the NHL ever. So. It's been, it's been, and that's not even why. I mean, I, I don't bet the Bruins all that much. I should have. I, I wish I did. I've left so much money on the table by not betting the Bruins every night. <sighs> but a lot of B's and C's parlays were a lot of fun, though. I, those hit quite consistently. So just getting started. Those were good. Yeah, we're just getting started. Tomorrow's a Thursday. We will talk to you live, 1030 Pacific. Thanks for hitting the like button, subscribe button. Thank you all. Dave, Matt, Peralt, back tomorrow for B. Oh.